Entertainment. All right, we'll start it up then. Um, what are we talking pee, about tonight? I don't know. We got anything interesting in our lives or not? Nah? Nah, nothing Nothing's special about. Oh, today. Jordan got me a um, a Harkins gift card, so oh, I, was swag. I was like, it's too bad nothing's playing right now. Should be for a while either. Question one: Are we are we recording in real time? Question two: Should we give a shout out to Harkins for being great? Being kind of, have you been there yet? No, I haven't, but I've heard such good things. I really want to go see Die Hard with the fam. Oh yes. Oh god. Yeah, I was inviting Matt Michelle. I'm like, let's let's pack that theater full of people we know. They're not gonna like Die Hard. Maybe they will. Who doesn't like Die Hard? Jerks. Okay. I like that. What what is the price for like an old ass movie? I think five bucks. That's such a good price. Yeah, that's a nice And then like all, I think it's all of the theaters have the recliner chairs and and that's everything. Great. And the Love cool it. thing is, um, like you know, Kerkorian's like, let's get as many people. As we let's fuck as many people as we can. <laughs> yes, and you know what? They accomplished their goal. Over a very long are we going? time, too. Yeah, so. we, yeah we are. Oh, we're going. I say, Kerkorian was like, "How many people can we fit in this theater?" And the chairs are sh- super shit. And then, well, um, and for a movie theater that has one restroom and it's upstairs, like <laughs> a, as far as you can possibly physically be from oh, the movie theaters, like that's bullshit. From a from a, like a designer standpoint, I know they forgot to put the bathrooms in when they first designed that's like, it, what, it's, and what, it was you an after The Sims, like you forgot. Yeah. No, that's that's literally what happened. Like <laughs> they they the first the thing you think yeah. of, though. Like, I used like, to forget to put doors on the house sometimes. Right, but you'd run out of money so the guy would just like sleep on the front lawn and shit. they always make the weird noise like, <laughs> so i mean something like that had to have happened like maybe they put the bathroom in the wrong place originally and they're like oh we need a theater there or something you know what something it probably was is they went over budget and they're like but we don't have a bathroom downstairs and that's gonna cost us another 30 grand He's like, oh, fuck it no i'd say it wasn't them. that i, I don't would, care i'd say it wasn't that because putting the bathrooms upstairs on that big mezzanine type style was very expensive you'd only do that if you it made him made him a fuck up exactly yeah <laughs> so I, I don't know what the story was but I've someone only messed been to up harkins once and was it this new one here it was the it's, batman v it's, Superman. it's already been the Way better experience. How'd you feel about Batman v Superman, by the way? Oh boy, I didn't hate it. We'll gloss over it. We're not. But it was. It wasn't great. You know. I saw it a second time with Willie, and it's like. Was it worse the second time? Nah, I mean Ben Affleck. You said it was. Yeah, see Ben Affleck, the bat, the whole Batman thing. Yeah, the Batman stuff is on point, except for the killing. I don't love, but I mean everyone's already made that point by now. At Uh, least he shoots guns this time. My biggest complaint about Batman is his like, oh, I didn't use guns because for whatever reason. Because his I parents were shot by guns. Well, then shoot those that people that it, shot that's your parents. I like that they covered that in the, the opening. Of, that's one thing I was like, oh, cool. They're not going to do like a fucking 20 minute scene. Like while the credits were playing, they did that scene rather than, oh, I'm was, a little upset. Yeah, you know, what? I really like the way they opened the movie. One of the weird where it was kind of like. A lot of people complaining about that. I'm like, but it was really well done. Like, yeah, that was a good it was scene. well done. They, they, that was crazy. They didn't go too basically put the gun in her mouth essentially and then shot. Oh, I like, like the way they it, shot but... w- with the pearls. Yeah, that was, and it a, broke. That was a cool. Like, that was he, really cool. See, I'll give Zack Snyder that. Uh, the pearl thing has is like a, it's like a, a sh- visual shorthand for Batman now. Ever since year one, like there's this thing where a pearl. Yeah, uh, yeah, because his mom had a pearl necklace, and there's this thing where like the that's why the dude uh, Joe Chill. If you watch like the the uh, is it the '89 whatever one of the Batman. It's I the can't Joker remember. in the '89 Batman. Well, no, the, in one of the Batman's they, they they do it, and uh, it's one of those things where like the dad gave that as like a present that night or something. It it's in Batman one of the movies. Oh, I think I remember that. It might be Batman Begins. I haven't Begins. seen Batman Begins in forever, so. I don't so know. and then um, they actually mention it again in Dark Knight Rises, where uh, Catwoman steals a, per- a oh. necklace from um, hmm. his house. And that's right. That's he's right. Like, he did, she he's does. like, "You're gonna take that because that was my mom's, you bitch!" Like, yeah. <laughs> and Anne Hathaway looking bitch. <laughs> She's really a jerk. Yeah. Um, didn't hate Anne Hathaway as Catwoman, but no, she, she was fine. As a like, as a huge fan of Catwoman, like she really didn't like do much. I was underwhelmed personally. 
But that movie was pretty much underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, as a whole. Yeah. Like the it best was kind of a lame way to close out the series. The like, best part of Dark Knight movie, Rises but... was easily Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like yeah. his, yes. his character, like the scene where he, like he breaks in the house with a shotgun, and like that whole thing was rad. I like that. Yeah. Uh, easily the coolest characters of the Dark Knight trilogy was uh, Gordon, and uh, it's just because it's trying to connect. Uh, Gordon and then um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt were like the two best in my opinion. I love the butler. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Alfred in this movie Alfred, is, he awesome. is fucking great. So Rob, maybe you can explain Even though he was only in there for like a few minutes. Yeah, but he he was yeah, the, yeah. I wonder if he, they rewrote his dialogue because his dialogue also wasn't cringe. Yeah, and he also, like, I'll tell you this, like the way it was like, okay. The he made line, me want to watch Die Hard 3 again, That line is where, where it's like, uh, that's how it starts, the fever, it turns good man cruel. He, the way he delivers that line is so different, I guarantee you. Anyone him, who like, says that line besides him, it just sounds cringe and like out of nowhere, but like the way he said it, you're like, oh, well, I, he's like, it's it really turns good. good man cruel. Like who said, like, I wouldn't read it like that. I'd be like, oh, it turns good man cruel. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't but know. even just, like his, his Michael Caine, like jokes, he's like, uh, you've outlived your parents or you like, you're still alive. Or you should have died. He's like, not for lack of trying or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Like, even those lines, which are like cheesy, like he delivered perfectly. And also, like I said, I, 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 did, I don't. Uh, claim to be like a huge Batman comic reader but like I really liked that this like Michael Caine's Alfred was more like the voice of reason or is like you shouldn't yeah, do this like the moral compass of yeah but this it, one it, it, got a usually... heavy, it got a little heavy handed to be honest it well in the movies. third movie especially we're like oh, I can't do it yeah. Master Wayne I'm gonna leave you like uh so how come in the, at the end of that third movie the Bane movie I don't know which one that is I don't that's know the, the third names, one but how come what's the point of if you know that this is the last movie of the trilogy what is the point of introducing Robin at the very end and being like so you know, he I'm becomes Robin by that. yeah like, what was the point but of here's that? what was the point did they think there was a year be later no, though Christopher Nolan said he'd hmm. be down to return years from now to do another uh Batman not a trilogy but like I mean they left it open for sure is that, I it, honestly that the think idea, they maybe? were like well let's see how this one does and how he's feeling maybe Maybe we'll do a Batman Beyond thing because he really looks like the character Terry, and like uh, it would make sense. Like it would, it honestly, would... if they if they made a Batman Beyond movie, it'd be like a license to print money. Yeah. So many people have so many fond memories of that show. Like I never loved it when it was on, but I get why. I mean, I'm not hating on it at all. Like I get why it's popular, and I, and I do like it. It's just it was never quite my thing. Yeah. Can um, we get a Robin movie? That. It's that's it's gonna tip. Oh, nope, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, I put it right there. Where do you apply for this license to print money? Uh, Disney. Oh, Disney. Yeah. Disney, Disney just prints money. First of all, you gotta buy Star Wars. Okay. Step one. Easy. I'm <laughs> just saying, it's a... Fuck you. So you how does everyone that. feel about Robin? Because I, I like see, Robin. Yeah, I was talking I haven't seen enough day. about him. I want to see someone do a Batman movie with a with a young, like, 12-year-old, like, preteen Robin. To, to be fair, I don't know if you guys remember, Batman v Superman has been in production for, like, f- almost five years now. Like, sin, well, like what, Dark Knight Rises came out in, like, what, 2013, 2014? 2012, 2012. I'm pretty sure. Because that's when Avengers came out, yeah. What? Take the lid off. So how long does it typically take to film an hour and a half movie? Uh, there's no way to... There's no way? It's... Because it, it depends on a lot of it's the budget. If you because first of all, the the first problem right away is that you have to um, pay for the actors to be in that place at that time. Sure. And you can only hold on to an actor for a set amount of time based on how usually much you're paying six them. months. So like an options contract. That's yeah. when I say six months. I mean we're talking. Avengers, Guardian of the Galaxy, like high 180 million plus dollar movies. So then they need to get it done in six months. You hear like they, a, no, they need to get filming done. Oh, in they need to start in six months. Okay. You hear like a 120 day shoot be, is like a nightmare shoot. Like that's one that went on too long. Yeah. So 120 days is too long. Yeah. It's, oh, so I, I, I thought this stuff takes like a year. No, no. no. Well, here's See, the thing. that's how I thought too. Yeah, that's yeah. called development, though. So you have 
the especially the actual shooting because yeah. they have to do like editing. So, mm-hmm. to because well, I listened to an entire podcast about it. there's a, a writer named Gary Witta. He wrote uh, he didn't direct. He wrote the um, Book of Eli. If you've ever seen that movie, it's a really good, good movie, movie with Denzel yeah, like Washington. I'm aware. Oh, wait, yeah, I like that movie. A lot. Wait, do you know he's blind? Or Everybody that's knows the he's twist. Blind now. That's, that's a twist. But if you haven't seen it, you don't really know. I didn't, even see I, it. I didn't even see it and I know the twist, oh, okay. so I think it's yeah. okay to say it. But he wrote that and he that. even said that they, uh, so like he wrote that screenplay, sold it, and then two years later they decided to start putting it in production. Then they fired him, which they can do by the way. They fired him and then have it, had it rewritten, then rehired him to rewrite the rewritten version of the movie. Not Jesus. uncommon. Yeah, I was going to say that's way. very not Very uncommon. standard. That uh, sounds ridiculous. Why? Um, well, the what reason happens is, when, like, if you're going to write a screenplay like that, his version was obviously more dark and more bloody and violent and all that. Then they go, all right, well, we need to tone this down so we can get a PG-13 rating. And sure. they're like, well, it's not going to work, so let's bring you back in and let's yeah. see what we can com- compromise on. Okay. So, so they don't they don't take it personally. Then no, it's no. Not like, okay. Especially there was another podcast I listened to recently with a guy named Max Landis. He, made the, he wrote the movie Chronicle uh, American Ultra, which came out. And um, he's a director now, too. But uh, he was talking about how, um, like, the first thing you need to do is, like, basically cut ties with your emotions on your screenplay. Sure, because as soon that. as you sell you them, they are no longer the yours. You've been living in. What's up? Cut ties oh, with all the lives <laughs> you've been living in. Jesus Christ. So he's, like, he basically he wrote six movies in six months, sold all six of them, and then got really upset when um, they were all like basically changed from the ground up and then he's like so now he's he's or like basically you can have a movie sold and then they'll just never do anything with it yeah I've, I've told Drew about that before too there's a high possibility that you could sell a screenplay and, and it'll then never, it'll just get never get made I would think that would be the dream scenario yeah because could, eventually there's no criticism involved yeah. well here's the thing eventually um, depending on what, how they buy like, it from people you buy it, it, it might revert back to you and then you can sell it to someone again that's a dream <laughs> that's, scenario that's the dream scenario yes didn't uh, Chuck Palahniuk someone wrote like one of his screen, movies into a screenplay then it never got made then it got sold off three times or something like that maybe Chuck so I think it was, was, was in the development so for a someone time. buys the rights to use it for yeah, like so a set amount of time is that the idea and when you buy the rights you're also buying the ability to alter it however you see, see fit yeah. so unless you have that in your contract yeah you so like, for right. example uh, if you guys remember and probably don't uh, I do because I followed it uh, from day one you have uh, Batman v Superman like alright we're doing Batman v Superman we're gonna Ben Affleck and then th- that was three years ago everyone's like oh fuck Ben Affleck that kind of thing then they go alright well it's gonna be uh Slated for release the same day as the Avengers, or uh, not Avengers, Civil uh, War. Yeah, I remember. And that. then Civil War because they're they like they knew the production times would take. Why long. would they choose to put those? No, Civil actually, War so is going to crash. They were like, we're going to do. Uh, Civil War was first, right? No, no, Batman was first. Then uh, Disney was like, no, we're going to put it down the same day because we know we'll do better it's than you. Contest. And then oh, DC was like, fuck, they're right. Like because they already have a built-in fan base, people yeah, are going to go see. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Chris. I mean, even even though you have two of the most iconic like fictional characters in the fucking world, it doesn't matter because the Avengers has a built. In. Well, not only that, they have a built-in. So, like, Captain America alone has a built-in audience. Everybody loves Chris. Uh, well, Evans. you have two movies to build off. And then plus everybody, Avengers. everybody loves Iron Man. Like, I don't care. Who yeah, you are. that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. So you have that, and then everyone's like, "Well, we don't know who. This, like, we don't trust this new director yet because if it was a Christopher Nolan movie, they might be able to get away with it. But like, all right, well, we'll put them on the same weekend. But it's almost like if you were to put like a Star Trek movie against Star Wars, like that's how far behind DC is behind Marvel. Hmm. There's Star Trek, like the like. And then obviously we saw what happened to every movie ever that came out the same week as Star Wars. Like no, like Quentin Tarantino took a huge hit by releasing his movie yeah, a week later. Yeah, which I found fascinating. Like, like, like he made Tarantino his money back because everyone's. Money? If you're a, tar- a fan of Tarantino, you're going you to see his see movie. It, yeah. But um, he actually got elbowed out of his own theater because of Star Wars. Like Disney was like, all right, well if you don't let us play this movie in the 70 millimeter theater, we're just not going to let you play your movies ever at this theater again. So he basically had no choice. So like he actually lost a lot of screens. 
Which I don't know that it would affect it that much, but obviously there's diehard Tarantino fans out there. But so um, was he? Did he gamble on that? Did he think he could beat Star Wars? Or no, is he just no, no. There's or? no, no, because even like his most famous movies, like Kill Bill and Django and all that, they're not gonna make Star Wars money. Like yeah, those are Django, cult movies. At yeah, the, at the end of the day, they're not. Yeah, like big blockbusters. Django probably did uh, eighty to one hundred and fifty million in the theater, like opening weekend, but it's not gonna do. 400 million like but I would also argue Django was one of the movies that had like a lot of star power like people wanted to go see Jamie Foxx yeah that's true but after that point uh, you, you saw in Glorious Bastards everybody wanted to see the German guy play a new character because yeah. like he was like a fan favorite but back to what I was saying so Star Wars or not Star Wars that happened where they're like alright Batman v Superman's coming out this time and then they're like no we're gonna release Civil War because it's the same day as free comic book day and every year that's like a thing where like a uh, Green Lantern was it one year it's the first uh, first weekend in May every yeah. year is free comic book day it's like it the first be... weekend in May every year is the first uh, superhero blockbuster yeah. movie since mm-hmm. X Men probably yeah, for a while I don't know how far back but yeah it's I want to say like X Men Last Stand probably around there even though that movie shit um, I would say at least Spider Man Three so, that's as far back yeah as I can so they slated it for that like that's that's the they have people that their job is analyticals they go sure. when do we make the most money we put out a superhero movie every month of the year it turns job. out it's December is a good time to put out a movie now sure like there's that a lot of math involved yeah here's the thing all these retards didn't realize and uh, I use that term lightly retard is words. not a nice word uh, do we want to laugh at or <laughs> no. I'll put a quarter in the jar my bad I didn't yeah. mean to I meant to say fucktards but then I censored here's myself the thing if anyone's listening instead. gets offended like, by that fucktards we, okay yeah we know not to say that stuff if it slips we're working on it it's, I mean we're people yeah. we're not good people we're human uh, we're decent here's the thing that's the high school mentality like uh, saying gay and words like fag and all that it's like you gotta get that out of your to system to be honest like when was the last time you like you said the you, you described something as gay in like a it's, not it's years been, dude it's been a while not years. it just doesn't feel right anymore yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like people self correct I think when it comes yeah. to but when you go out there and you say you can't say this you can't say that that's, that doesn't, yeah, that that's when help. you get the pushback that's when you get like the, the red dicks oh, I'm saying whatever the fuck I want like mm-hmm. yeah I, you gotta a, find that balance yeah you're right. Because, again, too, it's like, uh, it used to be perfectly okay to say retard. I don't know about mm-hmm. gay, but, like, because it literally... No, it, it was, like, a decade ago. No, saying gay sense, is fine now, just using it in a derogatory manner. Well, yeah, in a derogatory manner. that's fair. But in the same sense that, like, a... a well, I don't want to explain it, you know what I mean. I was, like, a fire retardant thing is, like, it retards the fire. Right. Yeah. Like, but it's, a, the word it's, it's is almost the like word. a... It's almost like a clinical term mm-hmm. in a weird way. But yeah, yeah. Know, Again, we're trying not to say it. So. Sure, but I just I find this sort of. Like, I'd rather instead of lapping it, I'd rather own up to it. If that makes sure. sense. Sure, yeah, it's more and honest. By lapping it, we mean edit it out. By the way, people. That's um, a joke. Yeah, because yeah. you figure that out yet. I don't if know. You, I, I, I find the, the policing case. of language though these days is sort of fascinating to me. Like as someone who wants a career in essentially making language, like I think about that a lot. Where I'm like, how do I like w- try to think about like what are some things we say today that like a decade won't be from okay now? Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it's all about intent, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's really not, I don't think. Because really? no one, I, I've never said any, wor- like, politically incorrect word with the intent to be hurtful. Yeah. Sure. And But yet I'm still not Like, not for instance. I don't think it's intent at all. I think intent is totally. Like, all of us are, like, diehard hip-hop fans. Uh-huh. I've never once used the N-word derogatory term. No, no, exactly. But me and, me and Rob around the house will call each other the N-word. Like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, it's not like... Again, it's, it might not be okay, but like, I mean... Yeah, the intent... Right, the a intent. lot of that, too, is where we grew up. Like, we do, yeah. We I'm live not in trying Samer to make either. an excuse, but it's just like... Eh. To, if I can uh, make an excuse, though, I did go to a, literally a school where me and Rob were the maybe one of five maybe out of 300 kids one of five white kids everyone else was black and or Mexican which we're not necessarily upset about it's just a no yeah it's, just, it's a different it, it was it was culture. definitely weird like I would I, going from San Bernardino like to high school in Redlands which was more white I would say 
like the just the terminology like nobody called each other <laughs> fool or son like Cons- they did considering our school had two maybe three black right. people coolest kids yeah. though caleb was awesome yeah, right, right yeah they were loved him man uh i mean not like he's gone i just we haven't talked uh <laughs> yeah, I, dude he worked at amazon for a yeah. short stint we would ch- uh, hang out every once in a while uh, the last time i i saw him in any form, like social media or whatever it was like in and out got me feeling some kind of way maybe yeah. made me lose it i love that um, he was the best scare too oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I by saw the him way do a double kick and he's got and hops like, no, no and it's way. like that's not even that crazy about how clean it was how, how steez if you're into skating so are you saying that the black kid can jump really good <laughs> Well, I mean, he Flapping. did jump up. Uh, what was that staircase? Well, uh, no, keep you remember that? What? Remember that staircase he jumped up? Behind the yeah. It was yeah. like. Uh, I will 10, say this 12? though: we used to play kickball, and that dude could kick the shit out of that ball. Like I'm talking, oh like God. that shit went. Like, Kicked it straight up, and it was gone for like a minute. <laughs> it it got smaller. It went. Dude, so you know high. what game I miss is Foursquare. Like that was a fucking fun game. I miss dodgeball. Foursquare is where you start. Okay, so you start at the bottom and you enter the four squares inside the square. Oh really? There's one big square with four like smaller squares in it, and the each person stands in the square. You, well, here's the okay. thing: you start from the very beginning, and like you you knock people out, and then you all move up one. And once you get to the final square, which is the fourth one, you stay in until like someone knocks you out. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have like one well, the game bounce. is essentially tennis. how does one get knocked out? Um, um, it's essentially tennis. If you bounce you like to, the corner of the square. It's almost like tennis out. on a smaller scale. But if it goes outside of your square and you don't knock it back to somebody else, then you're out. Do you have like a racket or is this your hand? No, it's your hand. hand. It's like and you, you play with a kickball. Oh. And there's different ways. You ever played so, yeah, this before? This sounds familiar. Dude, we used to play this shit for hours. Oh, so yeah. You get one bounce in your square and one bounce in the other square. Is it just one bounce? No, you do. You get general. one bounce. So let's say let's say you're standing in a square and like someone across from you smacks it into your square. Your square. You, you want to hit it into. Uh, you can't hit it back to that person, can you? You can't hit it back into it your square. There's like house rules. Yeah. You it can't, changes. You, you can't hit it into your square twice. No, yeah. It's people, very much like tennis, but so you want to hit to the like left of you or to the too. front left of you, and then what happens is there's different things you can do once you like, have popcorn. Yeah, I was going to say popcorn. No one allowed Ooh, popcorn. popcorn. Popcorn was if the ball got hit into your square, you could literally you start. Like, you juggle you'd be it. trying to juggle it so it wouldn't go out of your... your yeah. um, that, that seems reasonable. And that's like a volleyball. One that was never allowed that people would break the rules was rockets, which is what happens is you basically slam the shit out of the ball so it goes super high. And then you can spike it. so far behind you that you're out of your square and there's no way you can hit it back into the other square I see, and there was like, like it just seems fair. i feel like someone who doesn't know this like what the fuck are they well, talking there was that about game too, al- like you, you do the alligators where you do it like this. alligators and crocodiles yeah, yeah, and, then the the yeah put, and then it would spin, spin on you it. Would hit the, it would hit in their square and then spin away from their square so they couldn't get it those were fucking usually most illegal because once that you get <laughs> the a most of, illegal movements <laughs> because once you got the spin on the ball there's no way you'd have to hit it at such a People hard angle to get it back like, into I feel like we should I put four square in the Olympics was there a yeah. ref involved because it seems like you need a ref no there was a lot no, of arguments there was a line of children that would be like no you're out like, uh, so it's kind of a, a mob rule type yeah. scenario yeah. I see I used to look bump out too that was a fun yeah. bump out jungle ball dude J- oh yeah off court was jungle ball What's it's like you can just ball? do anything you're playing jungle ball basketball but with like no rules so you play 21 and like Hit out of bounds. It's called jungle ball, and it basically means you can tackle or literally beat the shit out of somebody. Or run with the ball. ball. <laughs> it's yeah. a really no, no bounce. We were violent kids, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> that sounds to me like um, seven up or butts up or something. Dude, suicide. Do you remember that game where yes. you hit the butts ball up, against seven the wall? Up? If you yeah. miss it, they get to take the shit out of you. That was like the most boring game. That's a rainy day game where you're like, heads up, seven up. Oh my god, ball. Oh, Silent Ball. Silent Ball is where you like sit on your desk and you pass the ball around and you can't make a noise. Well, we used to do it in the church area. um, It's teacher bullshit. We played Uh, Silent Ball in the chapel. We used to play Silent Ball and we would try and curse without getting hurt. (laughs) 
Dude, had a lot of, logged a lot of hours playing dodgeball, too. That's a fucking game. Dodgeball's yes. a good game, yeah. Um, Underrated. But if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge I feel ball. like we should get back to this. But what I was trying to say was, so, like, yes. Batman v Superman went into that, and then they're like, well, now we want to introduce Justice League, Justice League characters, so a year later, like, it's going to be two parts. Are they going to make then, a Justice League or, like, an individual movie for each one of those oh uh, they're doing justice league first and then or what so wonder woman's the next movie yeah the very out. next movie is wonder woman and then justice league part one but here's the problem ben affleck has already said that he has written a batman movie already and it's ready to go so i don't know where they're they're Supposedly doing suicide squad and Jeff johns who, yeah who's a very uh like a very well respected dc yeah. writer but what i'm trying to say is so like we don't know when like so they released you know, how, know we don't know we what they have know. the weapons of mass destruction uh, they Spell already released show. like their uh, timeline of movies or whatever, and that's not on there yet. So I'm assuming they're gonna do like a Suicide Squad thing where they're gonna do two movies in one year, just four months if apart. If Suicide Squad hits, I guarantee you a sequel will be greenlit. Can I say I want to see Cyborg? Really? Yeah, I, I he looks. If done right, it's gonna be fun. rad. What's Cyborg? We well, don't, don't see know him, anything about Cyborg. I, I, I will. You know, you I guess Batman Teen Titans. Man? Like I know. Well, I saw a kind. Of, oh, well, like we saw no, him like getting, getting creative. I, I'm aware. Oh yeah, yeah. It was kind of past our time. I want to. I want to see him in action. That's my thing. That'd be cool if Turk from Scrubs played Cyborg. That'd be sick. I mean, the go-to choice would be Michael B. Jordan. Like, yeah. You know, I'd love to see him. Michael Jordan. Or even what's up, Jordan? Finn would be. Right? Oh yeah, but yeah, okay. but what I was trying to say was all of that's called pre-production. Where this, this watch suit. that guy be the first Black James Bond. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be into that. So I'd that's all called pre-production. I, I feel like it's inevitable. Fuck. I know that's gonna happen. <laughs> the Black James Bond. I, is I would agree with Rob. It, it's it's inevitable. Why not? I don't think it's we, a bad thing. It's no, inevitable. but it's. I was hoping Idris Elba would be because I really like Idris yeah, Elba. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna. He at this point they need to do it now, and I would totally be he's into the it. Same but he's the same age as Daniel Craig. Older, and that's what I'm saying. It would need to be happening right now. He's also they cast him to be. They also keep uh, saying Rowling? Daniel Craig and the director like I don't want to do another one, and then they get greenlit for another one. Which sucks because I don't care about James Bond, but I love the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Like, yeah, yeah they're those, good. I feel like James Bond is never gonna end. No, ever. no, it won't. It's like it's like Batman or or. Uh, or if it Avengers ends, they'll just now, begin with a new character exactly. because that's how the they did it in the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm not I'm not upset about that. Speaking like of, they, they greenlit a, a, another Indiana Jones movie. They're officially doing it, even mm. though Harrison Ford will be like 74 by the time they Wait, start filming. Wait, Harrison so Ford is going to be Indiana yeah, Jones again? Like I don't know how they're going to do that. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. They're gonna, he's going to have to have a sidekick, yeah. and that how, sidekick's going to have to be the next. Right, right. How is there going to be real, action Shia scenes, LaBeouf though? was not the problem with that movie. No, no. I like Shia LaBeouf. I've, that I'll movie was very decent until about halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I, the, there's lots, there's large parts of that movie that I really enjoy. Like large parts that you don't. Yeah, towards the end. <laughs> More like I want to believe at it the end. It sort of falls off the rails, and I'm not even saying I don't that the, the alien thing is a problem. I just think that it, it just gets kind well, of well. No, it is a end. problem because that's a universe that's where a problem. all of don't the. You think, like, no, yeah. no. Well, here's my point. That if you watch all the Indiana Jones movies aside from the second one, really, it's about like biblical treasure. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. fact that they get aliens kind of negates the whole. If like they, there's a lot of scientists like if we find proof of alien life that might destroy religion just because people are like, no, we're the only ones. You know what I mean? So like that kind of. I don't think, I don't think, think anyone would religion. say that. I don't think there's. A I don't think that's person, gonna take yeah. away. No, that's like a real thing that people are like. Well, if no, I get a, it, but honestly, I don't. I don't think a single religious person that would change their mind. Oh no, no, maybe, no. Maybe no. Like I'm saying two. I'm saying like atheists would see that as the. They exactly right. I'm not saying find a negative. No, no, of course not. It would be like, uh, well, like they would said, just say would, that this Bible religion. is for our earth and that's sure. our story. And I'm not saying that like I believe that. So I'm saying that's a thing. But in that universe, that kind of fucks with the whole. Uh, Are you saying it doesn't fit? It doesn't fit because sure. think about it this way: the first and the third movie are heavily about the Bible. Yeah. 
Like the first well, one the with the, the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, the second one is So if you demonic. think about it, the, the odd-numbered one... The second one's kind of demonic, too. The second yeah. one has to do, yeah, the guy reaches into his voodoo. heart, which is, I mean, and pulls a fucking heart out that's still beating. I mean, is that any crazier than an alien, though? Like, No, but it fits more so in that universe different. because it's an Indian yeah. tribe. Context, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the the uh, the odd numbered Indiana Jones films are all all have these in common. They all are, they're all about Nazis and they're all about uh, religious uh, iconography. Mm-hmm. So presumably, and I would guess because they're trying to go back to their roots with this new one, I would imagine that's probably their plan. Oh yeah, it will be about. And this is what I would like to see: is a movie about an older Indiana Jones who's like hunting a. Uh, it would Nazi be. It's going to be a Cold War situation. I'm yeah, thinking. it's set during the Cold War, but I think it should be like him hunting Nazi war criminals in like uh, Brazil or, or Argentina or Africa's where a lot and, of them. Um, yeah, uh, or South Africa. Africa. You know what I'm saying? Like that, there's an interesting plot there. I think that they could do that would be more. I don't know why they did that, but a lot of Nazi fleers chose South Africa. I don't know if they thought that they wouldn't get found there, or. I think it should be Indiana Jones trying to find Bigfoot. <laughs> is my, so my suggestion? Is, can, in 2016, can you do that with religious iconography? Oh yeah, I think, think so. so. Okay. Well, they did it. I mean, it was a terrible movie and a terrible book series. But look at the what's the one with Tom Hanks and the um, yeah, the Angels and Demons. And yeah, the, other mm. the oh, lamest okay. movie series of all time. The, and they're making another one. It's oh. like what nobody it? wants what these. Uh, da Vinci Code. Yeah. Right. Oh, see, yeah, I never saw that. That was Sorry. like a modern version of it. <laughs> and everybody was fine with it. Sorry, the book caused a lot of controversy, but it still made a shitload of money. And honestly, the, the, yeah, the, in fact, if your thing gets people... Was uh, it bad? I don't know. Never, never, never saw it or never read it. It just got terrible. I, and I don't know anyone that's seen it. Everyone's yeah. always like, oh, I never saw that. Made a lot of money though. Yeah, which is. Weird. I would almost argue that if your shit gets uh, like people talking about it and they're <laughs> hating it, you need to move right closer. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, that's a good thing because like publicity is good. Like, look at Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, two of the richest people ever. The most people are you. I would argue if you post something on Facebook, like, do you guys like it or hate it? Everybody, like, I hate Kanye West. So it's like, well, why does this dude have almost yeah. all of the Twitter followers? Yeah. And is he got out of that? Everyone's like, he's in fifty million dollars with that. He got out of that day one of his album release. People just love day to one. hate. And you could really uh, do. It's kind of be, a Trump thing too. Really. He makes it's himself just, hateable though. Yeah. And so does Trump. But yeah. but that's part of their Because they're doing something they that's have different. They have really good PR agents. Yeah. They're controlling the narrative, they're controlling it's the like media. It's like there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yes. It's yeah. I mean but that's one of those things where like oh, I guess a controversy. You, I you know? guarantee you there's someone telling him what to tweet and to uh, tweet quite crazy because like he's like, oh, I'm fifty million dollars in debt, fam, and shit like that. And then the day his album release, it's not actually for sale. Still made over fifty million dollars yeah. just in people listening to it. And then Kim Kardashian a week later is like, my i my iPhone game made a hundred million dollars and has a, a showing a check for a hundred million. Like, yeah, her yeah. app makes endless amounts of money. Not to mention, is it a license to print money? Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's I yep. mean. That shows you that that's just I not for us because have you guys ever, do you guys so even know stupid. what her game yeah. is? Oh I don't know. I've never had the slightest idea. It's, a, it's like is a, it like I'm going to dress you up, like a put makeup game on? game for fashion, and I get it. But. Yeah. Well, you said you didn't know what it was. I was no, say I'm it, saying but. like I don't, I've never seen it played, but I've heard people describe it and talk about it, and I hear that it makes a just a ludicrous I think because a lot of people have to pay their Kim Kardashian tax. But let's be real. like too much How much do they get paid per episode of that show? Like something like 40 grand, maybe more than that. And I'm sure they can demand whatever price they want. Oh, yeah. Kevin Smith always talks about that. Um, I, and he's not the one that originated this idea, but he talked about it a lot, and so does Jonah Ray. Wait, hold on. The, well, quick aside, though. To defend Kanye West, if he was really that much in financial debt, he would just be on keeping up with the Kardashians because he would get paid for it. Clearly, he's not hurting for money. You know what I mean? Yeah. He refuses to be on that show, and his daughter and son are not allowed to be on that show under like uh, his contract. Which show? I'm sorry. I the you. Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever it's Who's called. Who's not now. allowed to be on that show? Uh, his kids, and he's not on Jenner? the show. No, uh, uh, Kanye. Kanye. 
Oh, okay. So Kanye's yeah, he not on the show, and neither are his children fine. because yeah. of a contract. And like, I'm Kylie saying, Jenner, if he was bro, really hurting for money, um, and those shows get a lot of views, if he was really hurting for money, he could easily just be like, I'll just be on the show for yeah, ten I'm episodes sure. and get paid. I can't believe I can't remember Bruce Jenner. What was his name now? I can't remember. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. She has you know what's weird though, and I'm not, I'm not for or against it. Like, I think it's fine. Uh, he's still not. He said he's not gay. He's attracted to women. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not sure how that works. She, I I have no idea. I'm just. That's, I thought it's not part of my culture. I, you know, I don't know. It's not part of my. I guess so. He just said he feels like a woman, but he's still attracted to women. And I'm like, that's fine. I just didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It's like I said. It's but, just uh, not part of my does, experiences. I don't understand. Does Does uh, Caitlyn Jenner ever show up on the Keep Up the Kardashians? I yes. don't know. Have oh. you, do you? Does Faith watch? Yeah. yeah okay. He or she's on there. Caitlyn Jenner. I remember me and Jordan went to uh, his girlfriend's house, and we she just put it on, and was I was I'm not a fan of that show, but I was just fascinated by her show, being like, able to explain every character and who it was and what they do, and I'm even like well, it's, it's crazy how watchable that There's show is because you you're just like glued to the TV. Yeah, I, 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 don't, like, I don't like to be the, the Kardashian like, defender, but honestly, they're not like the the moral corruption that people associate with them. That they like people, they're kind of like the McDonald's of like the world, like where people think McDonald's is responsible for all it's like the most visible. It's Right, right, like McDonald's is not responsible for all the obesity in society. The Kardashians are not again, responsible not, not for, for or against it because I don't watch it's it. Not, yeah. If you don't want to, them to succeed, don't pay for yeah, their no, shit. It's totally it's fine. Vote with your wallet 100%. Yeah, so uh, well, anyway, what I was saying was like Kevin Smith always brings up this, this uh, idea uh, that in, in the me. modern world, it, to, as, as a celebrity of any kind, whatever kind of art you create, like you only need about a thousand followers who will support everything you do and you can make a living off of that. That's a good uh. So well, let's get a thousand followers. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a good segue because uh, there's a really good podcast for anyone who. Basically, apply that to Kanye was what I was saying. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a built-in. I'm sure, he has at least a thousand fans. Sure, at yeah. least. I think 17 million Twitter followers. Is is a Twitter following a good representation of it your is. fan base? It's, though it's uh, it's, a, again, it's probably one third Kevin of your Smith. fan base because. Twitter, they've uh, they've already done the numbers. Like, people just aren't on Twitter, and to have 17 million followers shows that you're really famous. Sure, I'm sure. People uh, like Obama, people have like 40 million. So yeah. it's like, and think about it, you don't have a Twitter. Jay, Jordan doesn't have a Twitter. Have no. No, Robert sir. has one for like your writing career, but like I'd never use it. Exactly. I, I honestly one, wonder if maybe we're uh, maybe I should start tweeting more. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like I probably should too. Yeah. I need to put more. F- well, honestly, you'd be surprised. Like I did like a weird little thing where. The uh the episode that remember I told you I was like we got like ninety view- listens a day for sure. like seven days like uh I think well, it's was that, good that was because Twitter no well, that sounds like I, made I don't know honestly did you tweet like about it I tweeted about it and I Instagrammed about it and then Tumblr'd about it like I have the Tumblr just for that now because you can post the link and honestly. I got like a, I got responses on everything. Well, I, I think it's the psychology of like you're telling people other people like this, you better yeah. like it too. Yeah, kind of, and which I'm is saying, fine, and then I posted this. La- the last two episodes, I purposely didn't do any kind of uh, like marketing. PR stuff. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. I didn't even the only the only place that you could know that it was on and it would tell you it's on is if you subscribe to it on uh, iTunes or on SoundCloud. Well, it's for the and fans. let me tell you, one listen really in the first wow. day. Huh. So there's something to be Who's said mean? about Twitter or no, no, Instagram I, or SoundCloud, Stitcher, absolutely. whatever. And so, yeah, I definitely was like, well, I guess I need to start doing that. Like, uh, that's, I think, is the the one part of the whole podcasting I don't like is you kind of have to whore yourself out. Like, yeah, I can't tell you how many people. That eventually, right? I can't tell you how many eventually, people have followed yeah. us. Get just an because unpaid intern. <laughs> Bryce, if he ever yeah. comes back to the. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I like the idea of an unpaid intern. Yeah, you know, college credits or whatever. What about streaming? Because we were talking about that's that something at work. I need to like get my capture card from James. Yeah. Um, 
we we had seven like vol- or we had seven viewers when we were streaming Smash that one night. Is that good? I, I don't know. That. Uh, when I was streaming League by myself, we not we only had I had one, maybe oh, two. Okay. Yeah. And also, the amount of time we play Smash, we might as well stream it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. imagine if I mean we do it almost I mean, every night. It's so. a good play for streaming. Know? We could do like video games and like while we're recording podcasts because Cause, yeah, cause eventually people like to watch us talk. Just to do a video version of I would watch me talk. Yeah, I would watch you talk. I'm a firm believer in the Kevin Smith thing, and they've even said it themselves. That they they want us to do it like as a fan to just to uh to copy like um Kevin Smith is fa- uh, not famously quoted but he he wrote a thing <clears> down <throat> where it was like copy until you start to create and then like the same thing will happen to you so it's like uh, one thing we could even do is that uh on kind of funny Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty they have a thing called Colin and Greg Live where every day at nine in the morning they do a news show live on Twitch where they talk to the people in the chat but they also like do news topics so, like so. Say tomorrow uh, Avengers three gets announced, they'll talk about it and how they feel about it and read like an article, and then they they literally have thirty thousand people watching them or ha- whatever the number is. It's like we could just do that until we get a follower base. And I, one thing I want to get on is uh, Patreon. Yeah, where, I was gonna say I'd, lo- I'd love to get into the Patreon. And what game. essentially you're, you what become a Patreon. patron. It's like Kickstarter, except that people are agreeing to pay you per video that you put out. But it's not Kickstarter where it's like I'll pay you, and if it doesn't happen, you refund my money. It's like. You pay like we yeah the content needs to be there first. So like if I make a Patreon account, we're like all right, well this next episode is going up. You can wait until Friday and it'll be free. But on Monday you can pay a dollar or however much you want to pay. You can donate to get like an early access. You get early access to it, and then what you do is you do Patreon exclusives where like say we have thirty Patreon people because we're kind of small right now. Um, for them we would do a Patreon exclusive episode. So it's like hey you're getting something for that dollar that one dollar you're spending. Why are we doing that? That sounds great. Because we need I we would no one would do it right now. We like right now are I'd we, like to hit fifty episodes before we try and do uh, that. I was thinking it like seems reasonable. I want to get a constant of a hundred concurrent listens every episode. Right now we're about seventy five standard. Okay. And then there's five episodes where we have over five hundred listens and I don't know where that comes from. Well, well yeah, the what more, happens the, there. the more of a backlog you build up the more attractive it is. Also I don't mind about talking about this live because if you're listening clearly you're Fan, so, so like this pertains to, you. to be, Patreon. Yeah. Do you have to pay to be on Patreon? No, it's it it's free. But what happens is, uh, you sure, have to, be, you have to pay to be on the podcast. No, uh, in fact, if anyone's listening, listen to Game Over Greggy's the title of the podcast, and or it's the title of their podcast, and it's from the company Kind of Funny, and they have the CEO of Patreon. And he basically was like talking about how he was on YouTube for a long time, and um, I haven't even hit. I just held it. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. He was on YouTube and he was getting sick and tired of uh, having over a million views and getting two hundred dollar checks in the mail. Every oh, month. he was tired of that. The poor guy. Well, to be fair, if you're putting in eighty hours <laughs> on a video, making it, uh, editing it, the return doesn't make any sense. You're only getting. He said, if you really do the math, he was getting ten cents an hour to do what he loved. So it's he created great. Patreon, where now he's getting over hundred grand a month for people going. I like what you're doing. Make more music videos. Make more uh, news stories and all okay. that. And it funds new cameras. It's not like I'm trying to get rich. It's like if someone no. donates. No, it all would go back. Into yeah, the like for instance, like Steve donated hundred dollars. I bought a mixer with that, and like our. Go if anyone's a longtime listener, go back and listen to episode one and go back and listen that, to the yeah. most current episode. It's insane how much better we sound. Hmm. Quality is so much better. And I'm still not even that good at editing. Imagine, imagine if I was amazing at editing, there would be no no explosions. I, I still know I listen to a couple of my blow our ears off every now and again. Or Rob does too. Well, yeah, um, I get excited about. <laughs> and, and, you know it's okay. And for instance, today's my birthday, and we're recording, and I Happy I just birthday. purchased a four hundred dollar mic because it's like the best podcasting mic because one. I paid off all my credit card debt and I saved up my Great tip feeling. money for over two months. And then I ordered a $400 mixer. So 
We'll never have to have people sharing mics again. We have seven mics, and it's yeah. eight channels. So not only is everybody going to be heard now, like the quality is going to go up because it's a mixer, and everybody gets a channel, and the, on each channel you can mess with the volume and all that rather than having a, a single so mixer for four channels, edge. if that makes sense. And also, like you said, I'd love to do like a, like a morning news show once a week yeah. or something. We'd I like do, to I'm a big little, fan of consistency. We'd mm-hmm. like to add different little things like that. Yeah, I'm going to ask, when you go to uh, Arizona, are mm-hmm. you going to listen to the podcast? I'm not one to listen to podcasts, but <laughs> that's what we uh, talked about. I was like, I don't think he hates he hates podcasts and the idea of them, but he loves being on them. That's just I'd fine. Love to get you in like a Skype call. Sure. I feel like if yeah, you listen to it, you'll you'll feel like you're there, kind of like a uh, Matt Guzman. He yeah. Shout out to Matt Guzman. Mask Guzman. We've, we've been drinking. We've been drinking. Um, oh, I'll find a way to accomplish the same thing. I, I don't know. I just well, don't I, I, it just I'm makes you feel like you're once at home. a month or once every other month, you'll either be going down here oh, I, or yeah, we'll be going up there. Undoubtedly, so, yeah. I'm down to go visit. Yeah. All encompassing. Undoubtedly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus, we one thing though, we need to go shooting a lot when we go yes, out there. Yes, we do. Just yeah, light up some cactuses. Take advantage you know. of those uh, cacti, I guess. Forty round rights that we have here <laughs> oh, in yeah. America. Oh, uh, Arizona is great. Like I just walked into the uh, what store was it? It was like a uh, TJ Maxx or something. Oh, TJ yeah. Maxx. Well, and they have guns for sale. Great deals. <laughs> but I mean, they have guns at TJ Maxx. No, no, but like oh. people are just walking around with guns. Yeah, like, oh, that's fucking it's really awesome. Really cool. Yeah, it was really great. Because no that. one's gonna try to jack yeah, TJ Maxx when there's exactly. people walking around with guns. Exactly. It's not for everyone. I, I understand not it, everyone feels this way. I felt more secure. We always bring oh, it back to sunny in Philadelphia. But that episode, uh, still hot, guns too, or whatever, or something, whatever. Yeah. Literally. Is the best representation of how gun control can work yeah. or fail. Yeah. Like they did a really good job. They, on that they did a good job on that episode of exploring both, both. sides of the argument and, making them and both not win. presenting either like a judgment on either one yes. of them. Which is something Which like is, Family Guy or something it could one never of the do. Best episodes. Brilliant that episode's yeah, hilarious. Like, I love that. I cannot overstate how much I love that show, and I used to hate it. Like um, it's amazing to me. And I'm not gonna like say your name or anything, like that, but one girl I, I I shared on Facebook. It's like they so the episode or season eleven just ended. And they already were greenlit for season 12. But on top of that, they greenlit them for season 13 and 14, which is pretty unheard of. So they greenlit them for two more seasons, but to to us, it's three more seasons. No. Well, so here's how it works. Uh, When the second episode aired, they greenlit them for season 12. Wow. Now that season or episode 11 aired, they greenlit them for season 13 and 14. So like it was three seasons, but just now they came out and said two more. And that, that's not super typical, right? That's no. a good vote of confidence. The only kind of shows that do that would be The Simpsons, yeah, the Simpsons or South Park or Family, or Family Guy. Guy. Stuff yeah. that's long running already that they know. So yeah, they know. Big Bang it's... Theory probably gets renewed for a couple seasons at a time. Right now, I, right now I think that the FX or whoever I think whoever's like pulling the money for that is they're waiting for their peak. Where like you ever hear, like the term peak oil or whatever? Sure. Uh, I think they haven't even hit it yet. So I think it's like there's like. And I don't know if you know what that term means, but like, uh, so they haven't hit, like, they haven't hit a like a peak level, and then like the word never for is, is a is a cap. Yeah, yeah where yeah. they start losing viewers. I think that uh, because a ceiling, if you will. Kind yeah, of, there you go. that makes sense. I honestly stopped watching after eight and nine, and then like you're like season ten's on Netflix now, and I, I was like, why did I not watch this? So like, season we, ten I was did, where I came in. Yeah. Like, because the combination or was it is it season 10 where the game broke D no that's season 9 that was the I mean there was a couple episodes where I was like I guess the show's alright that have was you, the episode that won me over have you like, watched all of them yeah I've seen oh, we've seen all of them I've maybe every 16 like, 30 times yeah. exactly I put that on every night when we go to bed so and we still laugh like that's <laughs> that doesn't say for instance, if that uh, speak to the quality of the show, I don't, I don't know, know how it happens, but every now and again, it'll get rotated back into the, the gang broke beat, and I'll be really tired, <laughs> and I'll just be like facing the, the, my pillow favorite. or whatever, and then I'll hear, 
Uh, so, dude, you kill yourself? Or, uh... <laughs> just like one simple line, and it's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. Because he, he has this thing with his with his face, where he's like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so it seems like everyone listen like has TV on when they sleep now. I don't understand that. Uh, why do people do this? I don't endorse it, but I do right. do that. Everyone does <laughs> do do. To be fair, when Rob moved out, I didn't. I actually put it on sleep and I put couldn't. it for 15 I, when minutes. When I moved out, I, I found out I can't sleep in complete silence. I need right. something. I don't know. Yeah, like well, that, what I, I had a fan. I that, need people talking. I don't know what that is, but I need I, people. I'm sure it's a comfort thing. I leave a fan on even when it's cold. That's that's my, uh, huh. like, the noise. Joe shit. Yeah. But, this is strange to me. I like it. I like it quiet, you know? But... Are you are you a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper? Uh, no, I'm a heavy sleeper. Can you sleep with uh, noise? Sure, I can. I just never thought to leave the TV on while I'm sleeping. I honestly think maybe you trained me to be a heavy sleeper because you snore very loud. Not not that it, I don't. Oh my I'm god, not, like, I can't, I, I I can't sleep, sleep with people apnea. snoring. Oh, but I'm not. We're 100 sure on that. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> well, like I've heard the, from your doctors mentioned a number it. of sleeping partners that they can't fucking sleep. Jacob, with sleeping partners. Jacob's also a very heavy snorer. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah, like, we go to a hotel room, he just snores. Yeah. And, and so is Seth. Seth but, and Jacob. Yeah, I just I, have to, like, throw pillows and shit at him until they stop. But see, like, I, I slept in the same hotel room as Rob. It didn't bother me at all. No. I'm such a heavy sleeper. Like, it yeah. didn't even matter. What does bother me, though, is uh, depending on what position he's sleeping in, uh, he starts to wheeze. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like he's dying. It okay. wakes me up. Cause it's like, <laughs> it sounds like this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, talk, this is talk. fun though. <laughs> and I, I just started filming him, and then like, I'm like when he wakes up, like, did you hear yourself? He's like, yeah, I can hear myself. And I was like, well, I guess I don't need to film when you. Then. When you played that for me, I was so embarrassed because I'm just like, God. Damn. Well, it's not like I said it to anybody. No, but it's like. So sleeping. Although habits. I did send Jordan was the only one that saw it with a video of you uh, swatting the moth or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! I, oh wait, that was hilarious. Was I in my underwear when I was doing? No, but I got a shirt I off. I did at an angle that Ooh. like my knee was covering Sex everything down. lower than your belly. All the junk. Oh, I have a hairy back. I'm not proud of. No, but... you couldn't see it because here's the thing. It was like it was well shot like a movie though because like the lighting, the depth of like field, and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, snail, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> snail. <laughs> it was it, okay. So Frankly, I resent her for it. <laughs> pink, uh, let me paint a picture for Drew. Robert's in our room, and there's like one of those uh, uh, mosquito eater things flying around, okay, like, like a, a big they, mosquito. And if you don't yeah. know, they release those on purpose every year to eat the mosquitoes. Yeah, like yeah. apparently there's vans that go around. They have like a little drop box, and they just shake the shit out of it and yeah, let them go. It's kind of scary. Bars, and it's like, don't do. I you know, ask for this. Um, uh, that's how J- they got rid of West Nile virus. Okay. In Japan, uh, I think it was Japan. One country I was here. I heard on the news that they were working on a mosquito that when it bites you. It actually injects you with the antibodies for like the flu or something. That's like, rad. Actually. Yeah, it's just like forcing. <laughs> They're basically reverse engineering a Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Like oh. so, the the mosquito bites you, and now you're immune to West Nile virus or something. Which well, can is, they do that so I don't have to get my like tetanus shots? Right, and, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's an ethical dilemma there, obviously, but I like it. Yeah, because they do it so all the, all these kids that don't want to get their flu shots. I don't think it's the kids that are making that call, but <laughs> fair. That's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the kids even know. First of all, real quick sidebar. I gotta say a lot of respect for uh, Robert De Niro, who runs the Tribeca. Or didn't run, but he's one of the founders of the Tribeca. Hold on, Festival. before you, I saw you post something about that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, uh, so he's one of the founders of the Tribeca Film Festival, which is like your Sundance or your yeah, it's like a high, like higher rated one though. Uh, and um, they were gonna air a documentary that was about the um, the controversy, quote unquote, of uh, of uh, of giving your kids vaccines and how it can cause autism. Because I guess he has a child with autism, and um, today's autism awareness. Yeah, and today's really autism awareness today. day, which is also my birthday. Well, it's probably not anymore. It's like midnight now, but that's fair. Um, Whatever. Um, it's not that he buckled to pressure Don't either. It's that people were it. like, "Look, 
this movie is made by the scientist who wrote that article that was then thrown out. You know, you know, do you know about this? I, I don't. I don't follow you. Bring me up. No, but I mean, do you know about the the whole autism um, vaccine uh, uh, I, correlation? I, I understand it's that a, people, a lot of people autism? think that. No, no, no. no he's no. talking about <laughs> when people get a vaccine, certain vaccines for their kids, it's been linked to cause autism. Well, let me, oh, let me explain to you what happens. Autism. When, when autism starts, like some of the symptoms start displaying in children, is around the same time that they get Hold all on. their vaccines. Before anyone, like uh, six months. Drew's so. a medical student. Yeah, so that should be. He noticed. knows his shit about this kind of stuff. So he's not just a, a bro science right now. <laughs> yeah. So that at the same time that you know when you when you have a baby, like they they do all these shots and at certain times and around six months or so they get a lot of them a lot of different like immunities like polio and stuff yeah. that's also the same time you start seeing the symptoms of autism early so a lot of parents end up so they thought one was in like, they think they're like oh I, my child just got the polio vaccine a week uh -huh. ago and now so he's not responding it. to his name well so that's th the they theory may one one scientist slash doctor i guess had a theory and wrote a medical paper about it. It was, uh, what do you call that when they throw it out? It was like, uh, I don't know, they, they threw it out. A thesis uh, paper? Thesis. No, he wrote, it was like in a medical journal. It just didn't get approved to be in the journal. Like, no, okay. it, was, it was in the journal, and then they, they re redacted it. They okay. were like, oh, further, there's no further evidence for this. And that guy was has like lost his medical license, from what I understand, wow. but has kind of become a, a crusader for that idea. And, and honestly, I, and I, I, I really believe this, too. I mean, you debate me, I guess, on the autism thing. There's no... Whatever, I don't want to get into politics. But the, the the guy, I think, is just trying to get money off of this idea. So, like, he goes around. It could be. And it's, it's not the, unheard of. It's the guy that wrote that paper that they threw out, and then he lost his medical license, is the guy that directed this um, uh, documentary. The clear conflict so, of interest. Yeah, so essentially it's a propaganda film. And after, like, he made, he came out, Robert De Niro came out and made a statement saying, like, well, I have a child with autism, and I think it's pertinent to, to look at all of these uh, look at all the evidence and all this stuff, and then, at, like, like not even like it was like two or three days later, he go he goes, uh, you know, after further <laughs> looking into this, I realize there is a conflict of interest, and we're not going to show it. And it's like I, I got to give respect to to him for that because mm -hmm. it's like he did the respectable move. Yeah, and also came out and said, you know what? After looking in, he didn't just go, no, I believe this, and we're going to show this movie. He was like, you know, after after looking into this, I don't think that it's fair, and we're not going to show the movie. And like I respect that. Like that's a classy move. Yeah. yeah. He, Especially because, like, again, he, he has took a child an with autism. He has, a, he has an interest in seeing sure. um, this idea explored at the very mm -hmm. least. And I'm not saying don't explore these ideas, but it's There's dangerous. a time and a place, and it's, I don't think a, a propaganda film is the time and, and place. And it's, a dang, it's I, dangerous I don't know that to our it's kids. It's disproven per se. It's all but disproven. Uh, the, the, is, the, what little reading I've done on it, which I, again is not like a, a massive amount, it's sure. very. But on this on this debated, certain topic, yeah. do you think that like maybe the the crowd is where you would follow on that? Or? Hey, where do you lean on that? I mean, you would know more than I would. Do you even care? As a, how do you mean? What do I lean to? Do I think vaccines cause autism? No, I don't lean that way. But we also have no idea what causes autism. So is so autism? That, then you were telling me the other. Uh, there could be a genetic. You were telling me the other day that like they keep finding out there's different kinds of autism. So well, eventually, yeah, because like, well, right now thing too, it's a spectrum thing, mm -hmm. which is how they they do it. Or you tell me like it was a week ago we had a, a, a conversation about it where you're like eventually there'll be like different terms for I it. I imagine that eventually, like right now they have it on a spectrum. I imagine eventually as we start to learn what causes it more, they might start differentiating between different types of autism based Kinda on like what there's causes different them. types of cancer. And exactly. I'm not saying that they're in any way related, but like. In the beginning, it was it's just cancer, no, but right now idea, there's right. many different you know, kinds yeah, of cancer, have, right, and there's different times. You can't treat yeah. one cancer with a yes. treatment for another. There you go. Yeah. So right now, the autism spectrum is based on a set of symptoms, and, but not like because we don't really understand what causes it. As we understand that more, we may start differentiating between you know on the spectrum 
to different different diseases based on different causes. So it could be uh, there's some chance, I suppose, then that that maybe some Perchance form poetry. of autism is caused by. There, I mean, I I can't say that there's no chance of that happening. In as much as there could be aliens too, like right, 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 it's but a possibility. At the, but... at the same time, with vaccines, you know, my dad he got Guillain-Barré syndrome. Which is really Which rare. Which is extremely rare. Because I don't even know. Okay, what Guillain-Barré know what syndrome is. is a very rare autoimmune disease where your your body, your immune system starts attacking your peripheral nervous system. It starts. It oh. it, uh, it attacks your Schwann cells, mm-hmm. which is uh, the myelin sheath around your nerves. Oh yeah, and um, it's not. It's I not, remember you. I remember talking about it because you piqued my interest. I was like, oh, the myelin sheath. The myelin I, sheath. I love gap junctions. The, right, right, right. The Schwann cells. So, it's, so I'm lost. It's like this is just what it's like when I talk. <laughs> when about you when you uh, <laughs> yeah. when electrical oh, impulses fired across a, a synapse or whatever, you have gap junctions, which are. Uh, then uh, surrounded by myelin sheath, right? I, d- I don't think the gap junctions are surrounded by myelin But the gap junctions sheath. are in between they the things between, that are surrounded yeah. by myelin sheath. Right. Again, I, I took anatomy three years ago, so this yeah. is this is uh, uh, the, the little of my knowledge. But So basically, that the myelin sheaths were getting attacked? Yeah, your, your immune system, so essentially immune system, you become allergic to your myelin sheath, and it attacks So his that. nervous system wasn't responding, right? No, it was responding incorrectly. Oh, okay. It was attacking and demyelinating his nerves mm-hmm. to his peripheral, meaning essentially anywhere other than the brain. So what are the effects of that? In so the like effects was um, eventually you like the first thing you start getting like kind of numb and you can't walk and then mm-hmm. it, 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 he had ascending paralysis so it starts out kind of at your feet and the paralysis just keeps. That's gonna be scary. Yeah, it is. It's very scary. And so it's, you it's, can't feel like your feet. Yeah, you can't feel it, and you, you your movement time is super slow. Like they they do so a because test because of the myelin sheath. Because right? the myelin sheath, yeah. right? Because the myelin sheath makes your nerves respond quicker. So you know they do a test like your your reflex. I guess test. a good representation of to explain to people what a myelin sheath does is uh, think of skipping a stone, where instead of it going in a straight line, it like it'll jump across, right? Uh, that's not not quite <laughs> right, but <laughs> it's just similar. Yeah, essentially, if you have a, a nerve that's myelinated, like in most of your peripheral nervous but system. But I guess my point was you said like everything began to slow, right? It slows down, right? Yeah. So like they, you know you do the little hammer on the knee test, mm-hmm. and you don't have that reflex because your nerves just aren't that fast anymore. Yeah. So essentially, you just become paralyzed, and it slowly travels from your feet up, and eventually, it can reach your diaphragm, which ah. is the muscle that you need to breathe. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the risk. So did he get help or help from it? He did. Yeah, like it, they, it's generally curable now. Okay. Well, I think it's interesting too because luckily, your the doctor he was seeing just happened. Yeah, to well, be quite a quite a cool moment. The doctor that sounds like um, a Jay thing. Right, right. You know, you call, it a, was, yeah. call it a call it a moment, whatever you want. <laughs> the you know the doctor that diagnosed it had that disease when he was in medical school. He's like, oh, I got oh. you, man. Yeah. Oh, because well, I, I this is a very rare disease. So very the fact rare. That, that he knew what it was. Yes. Because it, I guess I should just fuck it. I, I helped you write that essay, so I, I'm yeah, a sure. little familiar with this story. Sure. The, the the fact that he sort of... Is this of, the essay that got you into the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's part of my personal statement. You know? the, the fact that he sort of like... That he knew about that, let alone experienced it, is, is just the, the odds of that are insane. Yeah. Like, it's because, such a fascinating... Because uh, whatever the healthcare system right now, he couldn't get in to see his general doctor for like months. So, uh, so he went to a second. Well, doctor. no, no, we we called the nurse and kind of explained it to her, mm-hmm. and then she's, you know, she said she'll mention it to the doctor to see if you know he, that concerns him at all. So he actually calls me because it's I also was... amazing that she just didn't forget. <laughs> well, that like, too, right? Well, I wonder what the odds are comparative to the, having the disease and her actually remembering. Like, hey, by the way. Yeah. So yeah, so he he eventually calls me because I was just kind of being the liaison between them, and he's you know he says I know exactly what that is because I've I've had this disease before. That's insane. Yeah, very very lucky moment. Exactly. 
but it, but essentially a part of it, and I guess it's not completely agreed upon, but was he had a flu shot a little bit after having the flu, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to kind of have the stars kind of have to align, but the, that's essentially what causes it. So I mean, there's that part of the the immunity. So this argument. is not genetic. It's not genetic at all. No. So it's caused so. by shots or something. It, that's you, part of it. Again, like I said, you have like so many scenarios have yeah. to happen exactly right at the same time. That's why it's so it. rare. It's like the yes. perfect storm. The perfect oh, shit yeah. storm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How long did that? How long did that last? He. I mean, it was probably about four months of being pretty messed up, and then at least a year of recovery. And then how I know your dad, other than knowing you, is that he used to come into our work all Cafe, the time, baby. and uh, every Tuesday I would see Tom walk in. Four or five months go by, haven't yeah. seen him. There's, you know what I mean. So then he shows up, and I remember before we even I started hanging out together. again. Huh? I never put that together. Yeah, neither did I. Because I didn't see him for a while. Ago. Like he would be a regular. He's all good now too. We well, the weird thing, oh, yeah, he's yeah. like 99. percent Which is why I'm good. not my God bless. Um, I remember he came in, and then there was another guy there that he was familiar with, and like I heard him. He's like, "You're doing okay." Like everyone, he's like, "He pulled through," and I was like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> Well, and then he, I go home and ask Rob, and then he explains it to me. He's very lucky he caught it in time because it never reached his diaphragm. It was never a super serious. As far as GBS He also goes, thought I was Rob. I don't... Really? I don't... It was implied you're, you're, that... I'm so much fatter than you are, like, <laughs> by a lot. So that's kind of surprising. Well, I don't think he had seen you in years. Yeah. But it was you one guys, of those things where he's like, how's... Uh, how's Like, he didn't know... He didn't call me by name, and he he's didn't... like, how's Shane? He, <laughs> how's, how's the other one? He didn't call me by name, and he didn't call you or Joel or anyone by name. He's just like, how's your brother is he still going to is he going to crafting now too and i was like is he yes <laughs> i guess and i was like wait does he think i'm wrong he's like he's a good writer right <laughs> or like oh is he gonna go for writing too is what he said and i was like what you're like yeah i taught him everything he knows <laughs> so i think he might have thought like i he goes he's uh, one of the jackson brothers i just don't know which one which i'm not gonna fault for if dad no. saw you or jimmy it's just like, dad things, he would talk know. to you and be like so how is drew still an asshole or <laughs> The answer is yes. <laughs> Indubitably. Yeah. Indubitably. God damn, that was good. Uh, was it Seven Days in Hell? That was oh, yeah. Brilliant. Fucking Documentary Now has just like taken over our lives. That's uh, That show is pure brilliant. I honestly too, like, put it on in, while we were playing Smash and didn't think anyone would laugh at it but me, but I wanted to watch it again. And then like they would pause playing Smash to watch the scenes. <laughs> It's, I mean, I don't, it's like, I don't want to sound pretentious, but like, it's like there's layers of jokes on that. Like it's, it's it's a rewarding experience. Like to it's, yeah. it's like a different documentary, like every, every episode. episode. And, and they're it has all based on for, real documentaries. It has something for everybody, and especially in that episode. It's, it's so it's called Documentary Now on Netflix. And there's an episode called The Eyes Don't Lie. And it's basically making fun of a Which is actual, based on the Thin Blue Line. Which, which is, is a, a documentary about a murder case. Yeah, very it's, famous documentary that's on Criterion Blu-ray if you want to watch it. So I highly recommend that movie. Are you are you talking Aaron about the episode, the episode that's like making a, making of a murder or something? Yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. See, I, I enjoyed that so much because I'm so thoroughly annoyed by all these like and they murder nail documentaries. It, yeah, they, they just blow them out. The guy, <laughs> the guy that plays the detective and the witnesses are so yeah. well done. Yeah. But like the the that thing really does have a joke for everybody because it has like the silly like the guy's dancing and he's yeah. like he he would he would ride it like it was a rocket and like <laughs> and then it has like the layer jokes where like the guy named Don Lentil in that episode is very clearly Jewish like they're making a joke about that and then it's there's just, another joke that gets even deeper where like if you're paying attention because he's very Jewish the way he's acting and like, clearly he's doing an accent and all that where his defense attorney yeah, very New York <laughs> yeah. His defense attorney starts calling him a Nazi sympathizer, <laughs> which is a joke upon a joke. Yeah, because like, no... it doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> right. also, 
the line where like the the uh, the defense attorney's daughter's like, my father was the best defense attorney in the two to three hundred dollar range. <laughs> like, oh my god, the, the pause is beautiful. One of too. the best lines is like the first thing he says. He says, I'm, he's like, he told me to sign a a, a document that said I murdered the guy. He's like, why would I sign that? <laughs> I don't sign anything without my realtor. Like, yeah, it over. My realtor. <laughs> Pick up that gun. This is the exact wrong <laughs> way to the do best, it. Guy. The best part about that episode is like they clearly paint a picture that this other guy played by Bill Hader named um uh, I don't remember. Whatever. He's clearly guilty. Oh, that guy, yeah. He clearly is guilty and like he it shows footage of him doing it. But like just because the other guy's unlikable, they yes. all put the penalty on him. And like one of the things that's hilarious, he's like he's like court it was like the the lawyer caught me in like five hundred lies, but <laughs> Uh, like everybody just hated Don. Yeah. Like, he's like everybody hated Don, and then he's like every day he his brother would bring him chocolates to the court, and he would sit there and open them and call it every time. He's like, this one's gonna be cherry, and it's cherry. He's like, this, this one's, one's coconut. coconut. He's like, oh, it's coconut, and he's like, if I was that man's lawyer, I'd be like, hey, cool, cool it with the, the chocolates. Chocolate. But he's like, it, it, it cuts to Bill Hader. He's like, when he kept doing the chocolate thing, I thought. I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, it's just a testament to like Fred Armisen like disappears into characters when he wants to. Yeah, Bill, to, which is not to not to undersell Bill Hader's involvement because like he's he's in great too. too. Mm-hmm. Like, I would yeah. imagine a lot of that's ad libbed. And one of the yeah. best lines that I, I did the research is uh, he talks about how he gets picked up by the guy who's he's a hitchhiker and he gets picked up and he puts on uh, poison swallow this live. <laughs> and he my favorite song is the intro. He, he goes, my favorite song is track one intro. I looked that up by the way in track one intro on swallows live is then literally like you hear a crowd screaming like thanks for everybody coming out tonight and then it goes into track two and they start playing a famous song <laughs> Again, so his, layers of jokes yeah layers of layers if you want to sit there and be a detective that is just hilarious and also uh the guy who's from reno 911 he plays the black cop uh, oh, yeah, oh right, yeah. right right he is I like a, a key puss. witness or whatever and uh he hears like three bangs or whatever he's like is someone Making popcorn? He's like, well, then I remembered. Uh, my neighbors don't like popcorn. Yeah, fireworks. and then he, <laughs> yeah, he runs through like eight different scenarios. He's like, before he realizes it's, it's not the fireworks season. He's like, it's not, it's not time of year for fireworks. And like the funniest one though is he's listening to a record for like. Uh, he's like, I checked the liner notes. He's uh, like, I checked the liner notes on the record, and it said no, nothing about no pop noises. <laughs> and also, like That's the great. car names are great, like uh, a Chevy uh, Jabroni. 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 It's, a, it's a gray Ford Jabroni <laughs> with the license plate that says I Heart Push. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, it's all That's good, man. How they have to say "I heart puss," but in their like clinical matter manner. I <laughs> like, and the license plate says "I heart puss." <laughs> but I don't know. I, like they deserve a fucking award though. Yes. Like the cops. Because yeah. he's sitting there, he's like, usually we like to uh, separate them from their lawyer, and we like to uh, starve them out and give them no water. He's like, but Don just kept he had trail mix on him, and he's like, just when you think he'd be out of trail mix, he'd be eating more trail mix. <laughs> he's like, and then it cuts to like the cut other to a, like a slow mo video of a bag of trail mix <laughs> just slamming against the wall. Well, and then like it cuts to the other uh, investigator, and he's like, it wasn't even the real fun kind of trail mix with the M and M's and the peanuts yeah, and pretzels. A- it's like, it was the little dry, dry kind. I hate to admit this, but See, the, I pulled my gun at number one point. Said, stop, stop eating that, that trail mix. mix. <laughs> There's the title, Stop Eating That Trail Mix. There you go. Uh, I think the, the reason I like it so much, and it, 
I'm going to have a hard time explaining this, but it, with all those making of a murder shows and that podcast, what is it called? Serial. Uh, Serial, right. Good podcast. It's like, I get Love that it. this other guy, you know, this guy looks pretty innocent based on the evidence they're presenting, but the guy that was found guilty just did nothing to defend themselves oh, yeah, was, yeah. and was not their own advocate. And it Again, frustrated and at me at no jokes. end. And at the and end, that he's show like... captures that same exact feel but, that frustrates me so well because the Fred Armisen guy does not really... defend himself in any way. <laughs> yeah. In fact, he, like, uh, he, helps ha- he has like clear way out apparently like he had an alibi where he was staying at a hotel watching a show and he calls at 9 <laughs> he calls at 9 p.m to get the lady to come down and fix the tv and she, like, shows, don't call like that. she shows up and she refuses to fix the tv and uh she shows up in court he's like oh so you're gonna come down to court but you can't come down to room 42 <laughs> fix my television she's like i lost it i, I stood up and snapped. said people like you should die like <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, dude. oh god! So good, and he, yeah, if you haven't seen that show, it's another is worth your time. And he's Absolutely. like, he's like, only, only all know that well, I did it. Cuts to Bill Hader <laughs> like, oh, we all know. He's like, he's like, maybe things have gone different. He just let a man play his tape. <laughs> so it shows like this guy, he, he does not defend himself whatsoever, just like all and these other And even the shows. other guy, like you said, is like, I got caught in 500 lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so he doesn't defend himself at all. He hurts his case. And then we as an audience are supposed to be mad at the cops for being mean and supposed to be mad at the prosecution I, I, for I being tra- 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 it. it just makes him mad. And, and, and I just four. don't I think, get it. I think... I think Adnan Saeed or whatever from um, from Serial did it. I but when that when yeah, that podcast but, was over, I was like, I don't know. I feel like he took uh, Sarah Koenig for a ride. I think it was sure. just like, I think but that that's not a normative like view of that podcast. I don't Most think people so. I think leave that thing like, oh, but, he's innocent. Those jerk cops. And the jerk well, they they play both sides of it. They so do. That's yeah. why you're like, I don't know about it. Yeah, I think he didn't do it. About this episode though is when. The the black guy, the eyewitness, literally sees the uh, his name's like Robbie something, Robbie Leeson, and like he sees the license he sees the license plate, plate says I heart puss, and he sees the Ford gray, gray not blue. But here's the best part: the cop goes, "Well, no, you must be missing things because Don Lintel, like not even seeing <laughs> yeah. it, it could be someone else. Like right. Don Lintel drives a Chevy Barocca or something like yeah. that." Yeah. But then he goes, he's like, funny, funny thing, uh, Robbie Leeson actually drives a, a great... Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, the other guy actually drives a Gironi. He's, <laughs> he's like, like, maybe I might have changed my He's like, that's a weird coincidence. He's like, actually, the, the guy that really did, he's like, he drives a great Ford Gironi. Yeah. It, it tapped into something that frustrates me to no end. Is those, I've watched shows. that episode maybe seven times it's, now. It's, it's and I would be willing episode. to watch like, it again. In a matter of like less than four days. Like, oh yeah. We just keep rewatching. It's funny. Um, he just keeps rewatching it. <laughs> the another great episode, if because like if you start from the first one, it doesn't pick up, and then uh, another great one's called the Hunt for El Chingon, which oh, is like yeah. a take on It's a take on people trying to find El Chapo essentially sure. in Mexico, and it, it's making fun of like how how popular Vice got, where, where yeah. Vice is like these these edgy camera angles and people like doing really. Useless yeah. uh, news reporting, Putting whatever. themselves in needless danger. Yeah, and it's gratuitous like, danger. It really captures how dumb Vice is, and like, they send like two clearly white people over to Juarez, Mexico, and then they're just like, he's gonna take us into his hacienda. Yeah. <laughs> Although to be fair, I one time I got like rip roaring high and watched the Vice series documentary on where they go to North Korea with. Um, no, like they have some good shit, but a lot of dude, it's just that, useless. That was like. I don't know. That blew my mind. I loved that one. Uh, where they, it's the, it's them and the Harlem Globetrotters and, um, oh, Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. Like, all go to North Korea to play oh, basketball. Yeah, North, when Dennis Rodman went to North Korea. Yeah, that's what he's that a traitor. I mean, and it's, no. a, it's fascinating. 
fascinating, dude. I, I don't. That's that. Like, I, I don't. I have this like obsession with North Korea ever since I watched that because I'm just like I, the whole thing is. It's like it's like something from a fucking movie. Yeah. It's like they're living the Hunger Games and we're and we're living like a completely different lifestyle. Can I just say I kind of want to go to North Korea? Is that a weird thing? I mean, I kind of yeah. do too, just to see it, right? Like, I know something about like the authoritarianism attracts me. I'm not sure. It's why. also stuck in the 70s, right? I mean, obviously it's their like human rights is awful. Like, look at it's the same thing as Cuba, except where we can actually go into Cuba. Um, right now, like yeah. Cuba, there's like a restriction for a long time that they couldn't have cars over a certain year. I want to say like 67, 70, whatever, near the JFK assassination, oh, whatever. Know. Yeah, was that were, a restriction or were they just that poor? No, it was like it was uh, no imports. Really? No, yeah. they, they've had imports because they traded. They had an import ban on cars and stuff. Oh, maybe like that. they did. Okay. Um, where like if maybe you actually go to uh, Cuba right now, I I want to say it got lifted very recently. There was no car models over like the year sixty seven, mm-hmm. sixty eight, and they were literally single handedly keeping factories in business in America, giving parts to them. No, no, we we can't give. We before a couple weeks ago, we could send nothing there. There was a, a embargo. So you get what I'm saying? Though, like uh, there was just like it, wait. So can we get Cuban cigars there? Yes. Yeah. God bless. Because they're not they're not special. They're actually pretty good. I've had they're special. But they're like, like we have like the just the novelty factor. Yeah. Like when I took a history class, like the fun fact: is Cuban Cuban cigars are only mid tier on the cigar yeah. spectrum. It's just the fact that you can't have it's them. The novelty why Everybody's factor. like, hey, look, I got you a Cuban cigar. Uh-huh. It's like. I think I've actually had a Cuban cigar because my cousin is in yeah, uh, the Coast one, Guard. Yeah. We actually have had one too. Uh, Mike next door had a bunch. And I, I, I prefer Jamaican cigars to Cuban cigars. Oh. But Jamaican, yeah. No, they're actually yeah, fun. Well, then, fuck off. <laughs> okay. 420's coming, I'm gonna piss, keep going. Sure. Uh, there was this famous, um, I can't remember, I think, I think it was an art class that I took at community college. There's a, oh, boy. There was like a famous like outsider artist who was this, this guy in... Um, uh, uh, we were just talking, uh, not Colombia, but uh, uh, Cuba? Cuba, Cuba. Who, when he died, they found like all of this art that he had done, these collages where he was taking um, the uh, like the cigar um, like insignias and stuff, hmm. and and the sort of the prop- the art, the propaganda art that they do for for Cuban dictators and shit, sure, and, and was making these like um, these uh, uh, fuck, I'm losing my words for some reason, um, uh, collages out of all uh-huh. of just like cutting and pasting it all together. Ooh. And it's, it's one of those things that always fascinates me when somebody dies and they leave behind this legacy of like, here's all this art that no one knew that I made while I was alive. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, why? Uh oh. <laughs> That's happened like five times. Yeah, well, you know, people but. fart, whatever. That's why I want to go to North Korea. I want to see like the statues of like Kim Jong whatever. Who was the original Kim Jong? I don't know. It was Kim Jong Il, and then Kim Jong Un's now. Yeah, but the the dad of Kim Jong Kim Jong Il was yeah. I forget his name too. But like they have like statues to him, and you have to go and you have to like lay flowers at his like. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Really? Like they they ask you up front like, are you comfortable doing this? If not, you can't go on the. What happens if you don't? You can't go. You can't get past the. The tour is mandatory. You can't go to the country without. Yeah, the tour. you you have to be with the tour wow. guide at and all times. And you never get to be alone yeah. in North Korea. You're followed by. You didn't like a they have the they time. wait outside your room and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can actually. I've heard you could go through the hotel essentially by yourself. But the if you leave the premises of like the tourist area, you so you can't through. go to like a bar. No, well you can, but if it's a, like a tourist approved bar. 
There's a scene in that Vice wow. documentary too where they're singing um, karaoke because they have a karaoke machine. They have like a list of songs and you can't sing, huh? No, it's it's one that they imported from Japan because obviously they're. they're yeah, I've heard they love karaoke there. And um, mm-hmm. the the there's all these. Uh, well, they'll uh, keep your spirits up. I guess. Yeah, Korean <laughs> songs on there, but there's like a handful of songs in English, and the guy from Vice <laughs> sings um, uh, uh, "Anarchy in the UK" by the Sex Pistols, and uh, everyone's uh, staring at him, and he's like, "I realize later on because he's like he's posturing like a punk rock type, like you're screaming into the microphone never and seen acting." Punk. And he goes, and, he, and he's like, "I realize." Like these people have no fucking clue what punk rock is. They yeah. don't know what rock and roll. They don't know who Elvis is. So they're like the country know? that needs punk rock. They will <laughs> yeah. never have it. <laughs> they need it most. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really want to go. I'm not sure why. That's all of what I just said. Are we allowed to go? Yeah, you, you can, can go. go. I mean, it's it's very risky. You saw the guy it's, recently. I don't know that it's if very you fuck risky. Around, if you fuck around, yeah, you can't take pictures of you put, things. You, yeah, if you play by the rules, you can go. It's fine. It would be a kind of. A, I, I'm with you on that though because yeah. it would be an experience where like, yeah, I went there, but mm-hmm. it was because I presume. Is that like the first place you want to go to? Not the first place. Not by far. Kind of just like, but it's just, more of a just thing one like, of them. I want to say that I went there. Like, nah, it's not even that. I, I don't know. Something strange about it, like mystical almost. Would you like, want to go to like Juarez or something like no, that? I, I would not. Where, where would be the North first Korea, place? Though, no, North Korea has there. almost no crime. Yeah, because whatsoever. you'll die. Yeah, if you commit yeah any crime. exactly. You'd commit a crime. You know what's crazy? Dead. You know why they have no crime? Because they implement this law where if you fuck up your generation, your family, of, yeah. not only your your living family, your kids of your kids of your kids, it affects three generations. So, like, let's say wow. you're a high tier. Uh, they're all low tier, but if you're a high tier of the low tier and you fuck up, you get moved to like garden work for the, the next. Yeah, the I think three generations. Yes. So can you smoke weed there? You can. <laughs> weed is legal and encouraged there. Actually, really, weed is very legal there. Yes, they all smoke weed there. That is there. Apparently, there's weed wow. growing everywhere. Where is it? Our boy is in Australia. Isn't that where it's like super legal? It is. I think it is and, super like, legal in UK. Australia. But also, again, back to Kevin Smith, I've heard that they have like. Some of the most like extreme potent shit is, is in Australia, which is fascinating to me. That like, it's well, you push, there. you're gonna get pushed back. Yeah. I think yeah. that's but the, the difficult part is weed is super illegal in China, and to get into like Korea, you, I think you have to go through China to get in there. So like, oh, it's there's a no bit, way to there's no way to bring any out essentially, and like a lot of the the merchandise you can get there. I, you why can't is bring weed out. so criminalized in Japan and China? You know, I, I, I feel like that would be like sure. a lot of things in America that are legal are criminalized in Japan. They don't, they don't, you can't, you basically can't have a gun in Japan. That's very. Yeah. Uh, that, and neither and this in is Korea. All, but a lot of those are old, old laws. To be fair, I only know this from anime and manga. But to be fair, I've also seen like a thousand anime at this point. Uh, there's, it's very. You have to apply for like a hunting license to. So only like extreme like gun. Nuts That's actually can, the the theme of that movie Babel. Like a Japanese guy oh, is really? a hunter sells his gun because he can't take it home to Japan. There's a very famous kid, kid in Mexico uh, somehow winds up that shoots Brad Pitt's wife. I can't remember the guy's name, but there's a, a famous uh, manga uh, artist and and writer in Japan who put out a series called, uh, oh, fuck, of course I can't remember the name as soon as I start talking about it, but it's about, um, uh, it's, a, it's about like a zombie uprise in Japan, and there's, and the main character just happens to have a, uh, a hunting license, so he has a, like a shotgun or some kind of rifle. And yeah, it's I, like, I would imagine you're not allowed to have anything like semi-automatic. Yeah, so he's like the only one prepared for that. But that's why when you watch a movie like um, uh, The Raid 2, everybody is, is fucking kung fu fighting because they... They yeah. don't have. Everybody was a kung. Exactly. <laughs> the way you said that was kind of. Everybody was fucking kung fu fighting. Oh, why didn't that those cats like, were fast as lightning? I didn't mean it to be like a cultural appropriation or something. No, no, it's just the way you said it was within cadence of the song. Uh, and also, what's the? Uh, I read somewhere too that in, in like in oh I read this from from a manga. Uh, 
in in South Korea, the gangs there, um, uh, they all all the members of the gangs, and I don't know if they, how true this is, but in the manga, it was uh, it was based, which purported to be based on a real events. Uh, every all the gang members there are um, certified sushi chefs because the only <laughs> way that you're allowed to carry knives around yeah. is if you're a sushi chef. I believe it honestly. That say that three times viable. fast. Sushi chef, sushi chef, sushi chef. I fucking I didn't Damn. Think I do that. Good yeah. job. Good you on you, mate. Sushi though instead of sushi. 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 Sushi chef. There you go. Got it. Good it job. sounds I weird. I didn't mean to be the prick of the group. smart. Two smart fellows. They both felt smart. One fart well, smell. Rob is good with his words. He's an award-winning wordsmith. I love it. Uh, Thank you for being on the podcast. I loved the other day when you trolled me very hard, and I was like, it's antithesis. Like, no. Because I didn't think it would come up again, so I was like, fuck it. Well, it came up again. I, like, came fumbled, up I was trying times. to say antithesis, and I fumbled my word and said antithesis or something, and you were like, is it an antithesis? I was like, no, this is a different word. It means something else. And, then, like, <laughs> and, and I just dropped it. it. Yeah. He bought it, too. Because yeah. this man has been grading my papers yes. <laughs> before I submit them for years. So, so he like, took advantage of his question the master. It was almost like the weapons of mass destruction. Like, no, we're finding them. Did you find them? Shut up. Okay. Drew could tell me Coca-Cola gives you AIDS and I'd stop drinking Coke. Like, you know about science. Right, so. exactly. I stopped snorting it, too. <laughs> so so it's, it's immoral to use that authority <laughs> to lie? I'm, I'm learning. I know. I'm learning new things every day. I, You know what? I kind of deserve that after doing the hookah thing to Drew. Yeah. What's the hookah thing? Um, <laughs> I heard about that. So... <sighs> One flavor that he does love is orange soda, which is probably one of the better orange flavors for hookah smoking. Well, let's it, be real. It's, it's fucking it's orange, orange soda. soda. <laughs> and the, not only is it orange soda, some hookah flavors will call it something, and it's kind of similar. Yeah. That nails it. Like, it's orange soda. It, it literally like orange soda, You're yeah. smoking orange soda. Like cactus cooler and, or something. Uh, like. I usually mix that with cane mint, and, like, it sounds like a weird mix if you say it out loud, but, like, cane mint mixed with orange soda is a fantastic smoke if you've ever smoked hookah. Probably a lot of our listeners don't, but... Um, there's a lot of... There's sort of that... Well, well, say your thing, and then I'm... I'd oh, like to well, what I do... One flavor saying. that Drew actually hates, because we smoked it by itself, was orange with cream, and it's basically like a creamsicle no, bar. it's not really the hookah flavor. It's the... I think, honestly, when I was a kid, I had, a, like, an orange Julius, and oh, I was, like... And I was, like, orange sick or something, Julius. and I threw it up. That'll hurt it for you. I honestly, so that, yeah, honestly, that flavor is just... The same ruined. thing happened to me when I was sick, and for my birthday one year, ironically enough, we are talking about my birthday. Well, my birthday's over now. Happy but, birthday! Uh, my mom made me a cake with banana in it, and I was sick at the time. I think she bought a cake. Banana she bought cake? it. I, she I, let's it not give her credit, cake. apparently. She thought it was a regular cake, and it was banana-flavored, which And I was the first and one... And she didn't take it back? <laughs> no. I think no. it was one of those things where she was in Costco or wherever and gotcha. picked it up and... Yeah. So you didn't... can't eat that anymore. No, it's well... It's not good. The same thing, I like I like eggs now, but so when I was younger, the, I ate the ca- piece of cake with banana, my stomach hurt, and I threw up, I still can't eat a banana to this yeah. day. The texture grosses me out. Uh, I can have like a banana berry smoothie, but like the banana is very, it has to be hinted, it can't be overpowering. Uh, when I was little, my dad made scrambled eggs, and I threw up, and I couldn't, I think until very recently, uh, when until I had a breakfast burrito, I, I can't have eggs by themselves. I I can have it in a breakfast burrito, or like French toast, whatever. Shame, scrambled eggs is like my go-to comfort food. I yeah. just can't make it good. My my dad, that was like what my dad made every Sunday morning. Like Sunday mornings, me and my dad would be the only one up before like 10 a.m. Now it's just, I'm the only one up before 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would just make scrambled eggs and toast, and we'd just sit there and watch cartoons. Like, like fucking Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh, the cartoon <laughs> show, and, and just sit there and eat scrambled eggs and toast. And like he'd make egg sandwiches and shit, and we'd just chill together. Like, I miss those uh, One days. day you're going to have to show me how to make them because I can't make them good. Here's the key. And it's like the most simple thing in the you world. You can't use too much butter. Like you, you, I don't. No, I'm saying you literally cannot use too much. Oh, <laughs> like, I see. You, you just as You're much saying, as you can put in there. Gotcha. Okay, that's my issue because it's like I feel like if I'm that's cooking, like a key to a good omelet is like the if I'm cooking myself, pan. it's like I'm gonna need to be healthy because I'm cooking it myself. Like if I wanted something unhealthy, I just go buy it. I'm the opposite. Like cook it for me, make it healthy. If I'm doing, I'm like fuck it. 
So like, egg, egg sandwich, do you put a lot of mayonnaise? No, it's yeah, just yeah. eggs. It's just scrambled eggs and between okay. two slices of butter toast. That's it. I've always had egg sandwiches Wait, that's an egg salad with sandwich, right? eggs. Cheese and a lot of mayonnaise. Oh, mayonnaise is disgusting. No, mayonnaise no. makes it in an egg, sa- in an egg sandwich. Tri tip sandwiches with, with mayo on them, and it's fucking incredible, dude. Swiss dude. mayo and tri tip, like fresh hot tri tip off the grill. Did you say if Swiss you mayo? Put mayo on your no, sandwich, Swiss cheese. You were oh. mayo. You were I thought you said Swiss mayo. What? I'm sorry. If you put mayo on anything, you are admitting that it's bad and you're trying to cover well, it. Otherwise, up. your no. sandwich is dry, and I don't like mustard. You put cheese on it. Mayo's good, though. But that doesn't but fix cheese it dry. isn't a liquid, though. Or a it will spray. be later on. If it's hot enough, it is. That's um, right. You're right. You're right. What's wrong with now, mayo? Now, I, I actually don't like mayo either, but I've grown to love chipotle mayo because it's not the, really the same consistency. I only use mayo on a, on a sandwich. It's the only reason you use Oh, yeah, mayo. yeah. There's no other reason. Um, people that put it on a hamburger or fries, like, fuck off. Yeah. Again, like, what are you doing? Anyone who lives in our area, we got like, the Matt Milax and the Steves and all that. Uh, there's a in the ketchup and barbecue section of Stater Brothers. There's a, a brand and it's like they have a bunch of different like ranches and stuff. It's called Just, which makes me laugh. <laughs> and it's just called Just Ranch or Just, just Ranch. Just mayo, just mayo. It's literally the best shit. Like uh, I haven't tried it. You've been talking a big game about it. Maybe I should give it a shot. I'll, I'll bring some home because uh, S- speaking of mayonnaise, and now this is going to turn into a fast food podcast. But Arby's that's fine. I love Arby's it. had brisket for a while. Do you remember that? Yes. When Arby's had brisket, I ordered their brisket sandwich, and not only did they put mayonnaise on their brisket, they combined it with barbecue sauce. Okay, now that's, that's too far. Unnecessary. It's unnecessary and disgusting because w- what they're saying is our brisket is bad, and they're trying to hide it with mayonnaise and barbecue sauce. I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll agree with that because it's fast ge- food. So it's yeah. a general idea. Why I want to go back to Austin just to get some more brisket, dude. <laughs> if nothing else, like I really, I, I just. To finished... be fair, though, when Dad makes it, it's killer. Yeah, he's yeah. great at it. I, I just finished my second feature-length screenplay, and uh, I'm getting ready to submit it <laughs> May 20th, I think is the deadline for it, uh, to the Austin Film Festival again. And You're I'm well ahead of your... Yeah, schedule. yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy with my progress on like, my Yeah, you completed this one at like, one-tenth of the time Yeah, it took like six one. months You got so one. much time to clean it up, too. Yeah, That's I'm good. excited. And, I'm, and again, I'm hoping that, that this one will... So it's been a year since the last Isn't time? Isn't that right? That's crazy. It feels like a week ago he just got yes, the call. Yes, it literally In September, feels, yeah. that's when that was. But yeah, again, I'm, I'm that hoping was, that they'll uh, invite that me out a, again. I mean, I, we, nothing really came of it so far, so but that far. was a good was couple a high, months. Yeah. But here's the thing. it's a, Because I got a new car. You were like, we're going to Austin. Like, yeah. everybody got their Christmas. Like It's a... Uh-huh. Nothing has come of it yet, but it's something I can lean on if the I The door's open. No one has yes. just offered you an entrance yet. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to come that easy. Well, that's why I'm oh, not no. telling you to give it that's up That's one thing like, we had to talk. It's like me and Rob have like... We're always like, nothing comes easy for like Jackson's, or at least our in our family. Like, if there's... Two ways to go about something. It's not going to be the easy way, and when it is, it feels like a blessing, my man. You got to take like when I go to the DMV. Resistance. It's never going to be a five-second <laughs> thing. Well, of course, that's for anyone, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping they invite us out again because I'd love to go visit Austin again. I think this time I'm going to fly, and I've never been in an airplane before, so that should be interesting. Honestly, as a somewhat recent first flyer, it's not bad at all. Well, and I've said this before, but my thing is not. I mean, I am afraid of heights, so there's that. But I feel like I could get over doesn't that. Doesn't factor in. It what, I'm af- factor what I'm afraid in. of is uh, I get very claustrophobic, and the idea that I can't just get up off the plane and go somewhere. Yeah. You can actually pick your ticket though, an uh, advance. Click it or ticket. Yeah. Pick your well, ticket? like, because uh, okay, so I listened to the kind of funny podcast, and the dude Colin, his mom was a flight attendant, so he has flown. I think he said it over like a thousand times over in his wow. lifetime because it's free. remember I was telling you about how um, him and his friend were obsessed with like theme parks and water slides and all that. Yeah. So during summertime, they would just hop on flights with his mom and go to like the Noah's Park or whatever for the water park thing in like 
Ohio or wherever. I don't know where it's at. It's like Oklahoma. I There's think. a water park I've always wanted to visit in Florida in Disney World, and it's done up like and just real quick, I won't go on longer, but like it's designed to look like a ski resort that the sun melted and then they just went went with it and I turned like it into that. a. a see, fun. that's why I love Disney I think, Disneyland. Like, because anything everything Disney has does a story. It's, it's not just like here's our water park. It's like no, it used to be a ski resort and now all the the ski jumps are water slides. Like I love that. That's fucking genius. But anyway, I love it. he was saying um, that like. His mom, because he was scared to fly when he was younger, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't want to misquote him, but uh, his mom was saying that, like, if you die in a plane crash, you're actually, like, it's less likely that you die in a plane crash than you win the lottery. Like, it's actually, oh, you, yeah. you're oh, actually yeah. winning the lottery by dying in a plane crash. But this is an irrational fear that I'm, I'm talking about that Most I have. No, but that yeah. makes me feel comfortable. Yeah. But also, uh, the way they work with well, physics and all that is, like, the plane actually doesn't want to come down. No, like, it You doesn't. have to have an it engine to force it to land. Like, yeah. If the engines die, it will glide for a you, long the, Apparently, time. people have glided for hundreds of yeah, miles. hundreds of miles. Maybe even thousands. It's probably. also the, what's the, I mean, the, 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 the time that you would be in the air from California to Texas is probably not that. Two hours. Yeah. Three, maybe. So, I'm not sure. Uh, it's if I load two up hours, on Xanax and watch a movie. Three hours on the way there, two on the way back. Because and of the you know what? There's a reason there's bars in in uh, airports. Like, it, And also, it, Dad said, like, Dad hates flying. He said he would just take a Xanax, and he felt fine. Yeah. Like, he was like, this is great. It is not. And that's why they I, serve alcohol on yeah. flights. Honestly, the, free too. when you take Amen. off and you first are not on the ground, like, when you first get off the ground, it, you kind of, like, you feel it in your stomach. the best part. That's a little weird, <laughs> right? It's fun. But it's a little strange. But after that... I heard landing is the only kind of sketchy part because you hit the bumps a little bit. But yeah, it can be, it can be. And then I guess it's turbulence. All the time. Turbulence, turbulence is probably is sketchy. Awesome. I've never been on a plane. I've never it's actually been fun, into though. an airport. I might just drive. The more yeah. I think about it, it's just so scary. It's really it's not. not. It's really dude, honestly, it's not that I would just say save up the money and get a first class ticket so you don't but, have to fucking listen, worry about being crowded. If you want to continue a career in Hollywood, I feel like that's something you you should you have to get over. Just get. I feel like if you're like claustrophobic or if you don't like being around people, definitely get a first class ticket because if you're in coach. How big cost. inside of a plane is? I've never been in one, but I've heard there's plenty of space to walk around. Yeah, like, it's not too bad. It's really not too bad. Like I, I don't know how. To I've heard it, it's but... tantamount to being like in a bar where like there's there's enough for you to walk by when it's a like crowded area. It depends. I've only flown Southwest, which are <clears throat> notoriously like yeah. cost Co- Coach yeah. is like a Kikorian. Yeah, <laughs> first class you can say is that. like you can a say that, Harkins. Yeah. Harkins. But like, like exactly. you, honestly, like you get your laptop out, you're fine. Yeah, you won't even notice. But also, it. like, we're not going on an Australian fourteen-hour flight. No. If we do the, it's two hours. You, we'd probably be waiting like, to get on the ever, plane longer than we would actually be. If on I the ever plane. went to Australia, I'd rather just take a boat. Like, that's how scared I am of, of flying. Really? Yeah. Don't do but that. like, I took the the last flight I took was I from was chief. Southern California to like Napa, so like the top of California. It was like thirty minutes. Forty-five minutes. Yeah. Like, oh. I honestly, I by the time I got my laptop out and turned on, it was like it was already like turn it off because we're landing. <laughs> Is really great. I've also heard from that same podcast because they fly like every other week. Take Virgin. Like apparently, Virgin America is the best oh, really? company. Mm. Yeah, they're, and they're not Jet too Blue? expensive. Uh, JetBlue, they said it used to be number one, and like Virgin America, like is where all the celebrities fly. Hmm. Not like where if you want to go meet them, it's just like they have, uh, like movie services, Wi-Fi, like all that kind of shit to distract you. And apparently, it's like a. Uh, United, Southwest, and Delta are like the shittiest companies. Yeah. So. It was Southwest. Both both times I've been on a Southwest flight, 
they did the little uh, announcement at the start of the plane. They're like, Southwest is now featuring Wi-Fi on almost all of their planes. And but then not it was, this one. But it was exactly the time. like, but not this one. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. Well, and also, to bring it back to Kevin Smith again, that's the one that kicked him off the flight for being too fat with Southwest. Yeah. Oh, it's because they, yeah. they, they, it's very Jesus. tight seating in Southwest. It's fine. Like, Which if, I would have a problem with, but I'd be able to get over sure, it. Sure, you get over it. And honestly, if, it, if it's, a, it's a problem, just don't take the cheapest ticket. That would be the... The cheapest ticket would be the middle seat, right? Well, well, well no, the cheap... No, Southwest, you don't buy your seat. It's a... You walk in, everyone just is on their own. Whereas some of the nicer It's Gregorian. Right. Some of the nicer airlines, you actually buy your seat. And that's what I would want to do. Which again, Harkins, you buy your own... You mm-hmm. choose where exactly. you want to Exactly. Yeah, so I also you, love that. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. So, like, my, and my can advice I say, to you would be to take a, a nicer one if you could afford it, obviously. Yeah. Also, Harkins, uh, the one thing I'm excited about that... And Jordan witnessed it one time. I have a weird anxiety when it comes to like classrooms and um, theaters, especially, especially when they play like because shooters. No, no, oh, okay. has nothing to do with just, that. Those just, are both like just no. for being like too close to people. It, it, I'm not blaming my brother or my dad, but in, growing up, I always sat in the middle between two people that are six foot six and like wide uh, wide shouldered and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I get crowded really easily, so I can't sit in the middle of the theater, which is ironically every time I go to the theater, every, that's where everybody wants to sit. Jimmy wants to sit in the very back in the middle for some reason. I'm like, that's the farthest from the exit and also in the middle, so no but thanks. I like you, though. I prefer front like mm. front row of the stadium seating uh, on Far, far right or far left. Yeah, the, that's why when I went to Harkins, like you can purchase your, your seat. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, man?" Like, uh, and I literally <laughs> what did you say to me, man? I picked E one, E one, and E two for our tickets, and it's literally uh, the first row, and then, like that's you're awesome, on the the man. armrest on the very edge, so I can get in and out. It's I know nothing's gonna happen and all that, but like uh, for people that don't have anxiety, I, I have mild anxiety. Uh, you, you can't explain it. It's just that's if you don't know then. <laughs> If like, you don't know, then you don't know. But like it, it's one of those things where I went and saw uh, Fast and Furious Seven with Jordan and his yeah. girlfriend. Literally didn't even because I was like, all right, I just moved and I didn't even say anything. And at the end, we like, where'd you go? I was like, I sat in the front where it was uncomfortable. We thought you were like mad at us or something. No, no, it's we, just we one of those things where the dude that ended up sitting next to me was bigger than the Rock and fatter than, than my ass. Like, so I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I guess I'm lucky. That doesn't bother me at all. Like uh, on the Southwest flights, like because it's me and Faith, um, and then usually some rando that just sits next to us. It's always fine. Like, it, also, it doesn't me at all. Harkins, I've never won, won anything free, and first time I got there, you got the scratcher. No, well I got the scratcher. Got they give you a free medium, free, popcorn. free medium oh, popcorn. There's scratchers um, in play. So okay, hold on. I'm gonna I cut got, Jordan off for a second. Okay. When you walk in and after they tear your ticket, there's like a little table and there's like these little pog looking things. They look like little chips for a casino. They're they're little tickets and you can scratch them and you can get a free movie or free uh, like drink That's at the awesome. bar or like a uh, popcorn. I'm into that. I got a popcorn. Yeah, so, I just didn't use it. So I got a free medium popcorn and a free me- medium uh, drink, oh, really which is uh, refillable. Um, if you bring also, it back next time, and then, and then, the loyalty cup. Exactly, that's what I got. And then um, I bought Willie a twenty-five dollar gift card for Harkins, and can't wait um, to use that. Um, they gave you a popcorn, free medium popcorn, also. Great. So that's I love it. that they're doing. I that. also want to point out that like I'm happy that they're doing well because I have driven by them on like Mondays and Tuesdays. That they're parking full, lot dude. is it's fucking full. And let me t- when I say full, I don't mean like there's no parking spots. I mean like there's it's, only like ten available. But also like they. Outdid Krikorian. The re- well, if for anyone that's not in this area, they probably wouldn't get it. Obviously, um, yeah, you kind of need to give a crap. Krikorian only Krikorian. has like maybe two hundred. So like each theater has two hundred uh, seats in it. Krikorian in their front parking lot only maybe has three hundred parking spots, if if that. And it's like where no, the fuck do you expect to park? So like 
we end up driving to the Cocos or whatever and having yeah. to park or like you have to go across yeah, the street which like late right. at night that's kind of sketchy so at Harkins the whole fucking thing's lit up there's security guards everywhere you're already in a nice area so like the, it just it's a nice situation. Also, uh, please don't shoot up that movie theater. God <laughs> yeah, damn it. That's please. Fair. Like, seriously, fuck off. I posted yeah. this on Facebook, but like I, I was um, the movie I'm writing now is is a horror movie set in a movie theater and I've just been kind of lost on doing research on movie theaters. And I found out uh, w- one of my favorite movie theaters is the AMC in Ontario Mills. It's that that's that theater has the most theaters in one movie theater building in the world. What? That AMC in Ontario Mills. Are you me? Isn't that crazy? Like really? I never knew that. In case you guys didn't know i didn't know until recently 30 the, the ontario mills mall wow. was supposed to like do what vegas did for vegas like the casinos but for the inland empire apparently them building that big ass mall that's a, one of the bigger the, kind bigger of malls. missed the mark then if that was the goal <laughs> yeah, which, it's, it's a fine it mall was, but it, it kind of missed the mark for a, a couple while, of years which yeah. is why we have the edward cinema there yeah. but also the edward cinemas the second one has 28 screens has 22 22 because they, they say it's edward's 22 <laughs> on yeah. there. 22. Yeah. i thought that was like the number 22 oh i did too second. actually it's just, um that's why again autistic about movies you had like so. the the tyler uh-huh. mall and all that kind of stuff when they built the I guess the ontario airport that's why there's all those yeah. uh, hotels that no one stays in, sure. and then um, the 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 huge that that is a big ass uh, mall if you really think about it. Yeah, and it used it's to be full of, of America, like anchor stores that were actually worth a shit, and now well, also, but as mall as that the problem is not that Ontario Mills was a bad mall; it's that mall it's culture the, has died, yes. and people now the Victoria again. It's this, all is Amazon. All, this is all like inside baseball. People that like live near us will understand, <laughs> but like. Um, for a while there, Victoria Garden style. No, malls, even where in it was Vegas, all... they don't have any indoor. They have a big indoor mall, but, but uh, like, Caesar's Palace. Is yeah, a giant indoor but if mall. you actually go to Vegas, uh, remember we went for the that convention a long time ago. Yeah. They have a huge outdoor mall. It's right next to that. Red they Rock. do more. I don't yeah, know what it is, but people are more. Uh, they've proven that people are more likely to go to a Victoria Gardens than in Ontario. Mills Which now. is an outdoor mall, and it's like a I, large shopping. Uh, yeah, shopping. Just in case you don't know, it's like a large <laughs> shopping center where it's like all of these. All the all the like a hot topic, all the kinds of things that you would find inside of a mall, but each one gets their own building, and, mm-hmm. you, and there's and like a sidewalk. It's all outside. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know why that took over, but like it'll be interesting to see where those go now that, like you said, now that Amazon is the, or we're not necessarily Amazon, but just any kind of internet shopping is the norm. Well, consider now. Oh, consider the Redlands Mall. That kind of plays into that message I sent you today with the, the email to that lady. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it in a second. But if you consider the Redlands Mall, that giant block structure, it destroyed our downtown. It destroyed uh-huh. State Street. So they want to return that in into a, like an open-air mall that you can drive through. So that's a great idea. That, and that's I why so too, I yeah. think the... That's why you were at, you were wondering why an outdoor mall is preferable. Oh, no, I get why. that. It's just like because consider the Redlands Mall as an idea. But me, I wasn't shaking my head at the new idea, which is probably what you thought. I it's thought just you the were, yeah. no, the just what that's become is so annoying. It's sad. It's pathetic. You can't go into that liquor store without <laughs> little kids hitting you up for alcohol or a homeless person hitting you up for alcohol. It's just like fuck off. Uh, I've been there. <laughs> what? I've been there, my man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, this homeless guy before I was gonna say what I said. This homeless guy was like, "I heard you're listening to music. Uh, you want to give me some money?" I was like, "No." I don't see the correlation there. Like, Not no, really. sir. I don't listen to music. I hate all music. Yeah, but uh, I uh, so he Rob mentioned Amazon and like how they're taking over. I actually got a refund on uh, Jack Threads on for uh here. This is Which awkward. You- Shout outs to Jack you, you've Threads. You've shout out Jack, Jack Threads before. Oh, right? yeah. I like Jack Threads. Can we get a sponsor? I would like. Jackson? I actually oh, almost considered it. emailing that lady back. I'm like, can I get a sponsor? Maybe you should. Maybe that would be awesome. We've already shouted them out for free. Now they're yeah. not going to pay God anymore. Damn it. Someone Every hard. episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that would be worth your time to email them. Like, hey, by the way, we, we did you ever do a shout out to the, the hookah people that they sent yeah. us free hookah? Okay. Uh, no, you're right. I, I remember I, that. I'll do it again. It's, uh, there's... 
for anyone that smokes Uga, a, lot, a few of my friends listen to this smoke Uga. Uh, there's a company called the Alchemist Blend that's All based right. out of San Diego. If anyone's ever been there, God no bless. one's ever heard of San Diego. Literally, where uh, <laughs> they. Do for anyone that knows who could the it's usually just a tobacco leaf. They do a special thing where they age the tobacco for thirty days in a bourbon like barrel, and it actually makes it better. Like Dude, I a, wonder if I could get one of those magic like white box wine. things I was telling you because uh, you reminded me they're also based out of San Diego. That's the um, wooden uh, um, marijuana apparatus. I don't oh, know. It's, okay. like a, it's like a it's like a no wonder I've never heard of it. Yeah. I wonder if, it's, if they would let me review one if I talked about it yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, but anyway. Uh, the aging makes it so much better. Like the, the tequila we had tonight yeah. was aged for three months. You know what's weird? Uh, again, the same kind of funny podcast, uh, <clears throat> to preface it, the guy Colin, who's like one of my favorites on there, he usually talks about like history or political stuff, uh, thought he had Crohn's disease or something oh, like that. Okay. Like the also doctors were telling him for five years he did, so he stopped drinking beer and became like a bourbon expert and all that. Oh, I see. So uh, he was talking about one of his topics, uh, about how like right now we're going into like a four or five year period where bourbon's not going to be 10 plus years old. So like the bourbon quality is going to go down for about five because years. Because people are into it right now? There's it's well, Yeah, bars are like, bars are doing better than ever. Well, look like, at the state. Uh, a local yeah. bar that is, is a more or less a whiskey bourbon Yeah, bar. and gin too. But like yeah. uh, obviously if, if anyone's into that, you have to age it so it sure. tastes better. And like my dad like loves Knob Creek, which is a higher quality I Knob uh, Creek is the one that has like a, it looks like fire kind of like around it. No, no, Knob Creek is the one where it looks like a very old timey Western bottle. It has like a seal it's on it. But the seal is like a like a red like um, kind of yeah, wax. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. It's, that's it's like shit. sixty. It's like sixty bucks for like a little small yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Uh, it's, it's decent. I've only had a I sip had of it, but some, I'm not yeah. a bourbon when I, drinker. When I don't do cranberry vodka, which is my go-to drink, or vodka cranberries, I've been corrected many, many times. Yeah, I cranberry vodka just sounds better. It does roll off the tongue easier. Yeah. Um, There's something fun about saying vodka because it's like you vodka. feel like you're Russian when you say like, vodka. Because it's like vodka, like like vodka. vodka. <laughs> I mean, I, a Scottish man talking about vodka—that's yeah. Russian. You know, um, I buy it. But anyway, so yeah, like the, I don't know how tobacco gets affected by aging it, but it somehow it makes the flavor better, and you get a little, you get little hints of uh, the tobacco in it. And it's good, but uh, she. I literally just sent her a message and was like, I, I, I didn't even expect. Uh, her name's Angela Yu. She lives in San Diego. Uh, you can find her on like Facebook and Instagram. She's like one of the co-owners of that company, Alchemist Blend. And I was just like, Hey, I run a podcast, and we have like a, a few li- listeners. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really up talk us like we have a okay. lot. I was like, Would you be willing to send us like some samples and we can review them and all that? And she was like, Sure. Literally, just like without even question. That's awesome. And, well, yeah, and was thanking me for the publicity. So I was like, And, and now, listen, if you ask someone else, you can reference that other people have sent us things to review. Yeah. You obviously need to, too. So I made the, the first so one. Send I us like, your shit. So yeah, yeah Sony, like the, if you want to send us a PlayStation 4.5 <laughs> and then yeah. one of those virtual reality headsets. Uh, no, but honestly, I feel like the first one is the hardest. And oh, once yeah. you have that, it wasn't as that hard. Well, Started right, from right, the bottom. With that. And she sent us some. some Amazing flavors like what was like majestic melon? Yeah, they were good. That like, one was awesome. You could almost have like a little resume of like things we've already reviewed from companies, and then yeah, I don't like watermelon. Other people like see it, they can know yeah. that a review podcast. We're real, yeah. Um, yeah, like an That'd unboxing cool. thing would be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I I order a lot of shirts and stuff because I, I basically <clears throat> you get to a certain age where like I got to stop wearing band T-shirts and like yeah. Vol- Volcom and like Zoomies clothing and all that. And that age for me, Zoomies. Was, <laughs> have you heard of that story? I'm aware. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was a diehard Zoomies guy. Band, right. well, because I skated a lot. Yeah, that was good. That's fair. I wasn't bad. Was, I licked your asshole. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, it was a sunny reference. Um, 
And uh, Jack Threads, I, I basically just got more into fashion and all that. So I started wearing Henleys and, and like, uh, and like, I guess just button shirts and all that. Just nicer clothes. Yeah, just nicer clothes. And you, you feel like better about yourself when you're wearing nice clothes. Like, oh, like I don't have to be wearing a brand. Like, I don't want to be associated with fuckboys, if you will. No. Um, you're not trying to wear an Ed Hardy t-shirt is what you're saying. And they, yeah, and they, sell, they sell really good... <laughs> They sell like high quality clothing at like a really good price. Like you can get tank tops on there for like three bucks, four dollars. Like, yeah. And uh, shout out to Jack Three. Yeah, that's what I'm talking I about. I mean, and while we're doing, shout out to American Apparel. If you want to send me like uh, all, yeah. all I wear are blank American Apparel T-shirts anymore. If you want to send me some free yeah. black shirts, I'll wear them. <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. Too. I mean, I'm not even like I'm wearing one right now, and I fucking so love fresh, your shirts. Like right now, I'm wearing so a, fresh. I'm wearing a uh, an Obey Henley that are like uh-huh. I don't wear Obey clothing generally, but I guess they do like actual fashionable clothing. Seventy-five dollars for this Henley. I got it for twenty. That's a yeah. God bless Chad. That's though. overpriced. Not the seventy-five. Well, it's point. one of those things where I don't know how if it will make you rage, but it's a fair trade agreement shirt or whatever, which Stern means it's not hair. sewn in a Chinese sweatshop. Oh. It's actually sewn in America and American again. Apparel also does that. Yeah, no it's, sweatshops. So if you want to send me some American Apparel blank black, just black <laughs> t-shirts. Not asking for a lot. Just the the fine jersey t-shirt uh, in black. That's fine. Uh, but they sent me a because uh, I've ordered like maybe seven times from them. Usually spending over fifty or sixty dollars getting a couple like five or six shirts or uh, shoes. And they're like, hey, w- would you do like a quick uh, review of like uh, how we run everything? Like it was one of those things where it's like, how is our shipping? And I just put strongly dissatisfied because they take forever. They it, it's like nine days. Yeah. Is a good... Honestly, when I got my order, I forgot. I oh, you're right. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. That it was taking forever. Uh, well, in, in the, the like, Amazon world, like where you know, most hold on, be... <laughs> please hold on. I don't want to make your point for you. <laughs> I use that exact thing. Go okay, for it. So take it. I sent a fucking long email, and then it was like, do you want us to respond? And I just put no, don't care kind of like that was one of the options i would have said yes and they responded with that when i said no it's not uh, not necessary uh i literally sent an email saying in like i was like i paid for two days shipping and i know you're i know you're out of new jersey but like anything over five days off of two day shipping is unacceptable I was like, I received well, anything over two days on two days shipping. No, two would days be shipping doesn't mean it gets to your house in yet. two days. It I, means that they, it means they process it in two days. Uh, so overnight shipping fine. means it gets shipped out in one day. Fine. Two day shipping means it could get shipped Which out in one day. Which is stupid. It, it depends I feel on. I like it, that's misrepresentation. I yeah. get you. I, I know what you're saying, but that, that, but anyway, so I was like, I paid an extra sixteen dollars because uh, it was for <laughs> Rob's birthday. This is way back in the day. Like, I even cited the order number and all that. I was like, for I was like, I, I ordered a shirt and it said it would be guaranteed by the the 18th. And my brother's birthday was on the 20th. Sure. I got it on the 25th. Jeez. And I was like, ma'am, that took nine days for it to get there when it probably should have got there in three. To be honest, yeah. with overnight shipping, you three should put four, that. Yeah. If I'm paying sixteen dollars <laughs> and uh, presumably you're paying for jet fuel at that point for but, other I mean, things to be look, combined. If I order something overnight on Amazon, I literally get it tomorrow. Yeah. Why can't and they deliver on Sundays now? Yeah. Why can't anyone else do that? And but um, so really I was like, good. I was like, in a world where Amazon has Prime for free, essentially, if you just know it's how to work around it, free. Um, <clears throat> and like, I was like, I can order a Henley or anything on there, and I get it the next day, yes. if not the next day, the day after. If you order before four p.m., you might get your shit the next day. Yeah, and if you want to upgrade to like one day shipping, it's like three dollars. And I was like, I was like, in a world where Amazon is king, and you're <clears throat> probably competing with them, this yeah. is unacceptable. No. And she literally sent me an email back, not even five minutes later. I don't know who it was. Um. I was like, we re- we refunded all of your shipping costs, wow. so they 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 put back like sixty dollars in that's my awesome. account. That's a, that's a good service. Though. And that's I good. literally put back like, honestly, I I'll be shopping with you again because I didn't expect to get anything back. That's good. That's so, nice. Yeah. That's just one of those things where I sent to Rob. I was just, but holy shit. Yeah, like I have no problems with a business that makes a mistake and then like 
fixes it. They realize I mean, it. They realize it and they clear it up. That's yeah. awesome to me. Well, the yeah. fact that uh, when <clears throat> on their things, like, what would you improve? Shipping was number one on, like, the like when you click on it and it's, like, eight things. I was like, they clearly know that they have a shipping problem. Yeah. And I, I think it's because they're a mid-sized business where, like, they don't yeah, have... Like, Amazon has a whole system where, like, get this shit the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, that's their big sell. Every day at, like, 4 in the morning, they I remember working there. They had FedEx and uh, UPS trucks was just, like, FedEx. line up. <clears throat> yeah. So, there you go. But, yeah, like, that, that company, if you shop there at the right time, they have, like, 90% off sales and stuff. I spent 150 bucks around Christmas and got, like, 40 things. That's good, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I think I got some stuff on Black Friday there. It's yeah. good deals, yeah. And it's not, like, cheap shit. It's, like, it's like discounted, but... It's um, quality. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're uh, they they called the daily because it's like the Jack Fed. They call the daily T-shirts whatever. I would argue are actually more comfortable than mm-hmm. the American Apparel shirts, well, which are my insanely complaint with them would be that their sizes are a bit smaller. They're not a representation to, uh, of yeah. Well, I mean, everyone has their own version of a large, a medium, a small. That's fine. Yeah. It's normal. But it just just as a warning that they're at least in my experience, their sizes are. A bit I also smaller learned that you I'm need to, to look at what kind of a shirt you're buying. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. know it. A, a tri-blend large is not the same as a regular cotton a sheer, large. Sure. Yeah, a lot of it like polyester is going to be tighter on you than. Yeah, as, you, as a cotton. fan or gentleman, I'd love to get in on the Jack Threads train with you guys, but it's like they don't cater. I to found my, out they do have like so. Here's what they do: like they a few spatterings of like two X. What they get, they get at the whenever they get their shipment in, they have everything in double X. But they actually buy more than that, but it gets sold out immediately. Yeah. Well, then to me that means get more, you know. Yeah. So there you go. There you I go. mean, but yeah, good company. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, the fact Amen. that they—that's that's great. That's just great customer service. Yeah. Um, I, that's. I honestly wouldn't even that. expect that from Amazon. I wouldn't no, expect we'll any. Email. I wouldn't expect but, a personal. No, to email. be fair, Amazon, Amazon is good. Their customer service yes, is great. Really, Amazon. Yeah. I've never had a problem with them. So there you go. That should yeah. just attest <laughs> well, right, right. And I used to work for them. So you, if anyone had a right to complain. Their, their service is, is exemplary. I, I've never had a problem getting a, a refund when it was necessary. They've Is this a mixed drink or is it just cranberry? There's a, a little bit of vodka okay, left in there. But I have to drive. Me too, but... <laughs> Same. I just want some cranberry. I, I think I, I may have told this story on, on the podcast before, but the one, issue, well, the one time I've had to deal with them is when I literally typed in the wrong address for oh. something I ordered. So I, I, I did it all on like the online, just like chat with an agent something. I was like, look, I ordered the, or I typed in the wrong address. It's completely my fault. How do we fix this? And he was like, I'm so sorry. We screwed this up for you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like he was so gratuitously apologetic. It was great. And like, they literally sent me out my package again to me, assuming that like that package that I sent to the wrong address was just gone. Like even well, on the off chance that it would come I've back. Ha- I had that happen where I, 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 I tend to pre-order books uh, mostly manga and comic books when they're just because I'll forget that they come out so I pre-order them so well, when they come smart, out because you have the money then but you not, might, might not yeah. have it when it comes so out so I'll do these pre-orders and the total will come out to like five or six hundred dollars sometimes oh, but they're goodness. not they're, well, they're not actually going to charge you that it's going to be throughout the rest of the year you know what I'm saying so you get charged ten bucks when the day the book comes out and they send it to you it's the, the day they ship it so but it could be four days before it I was comes still out. living at that apartment in Redlands I did not follow that I'm okay sorry. so if I like for instance um, uh, since we're shouting out companies we love a company that I fucking love so much is Ver. Vertical Inc. They're a uh, um, a publisher. You gotta get of, vertical before you get horizontal. <laughs> of Japanese sure. novels, and then more recently in the, in the recent years, uh, manga, which is the Japanese comic. What's the difference between a Japanese novel and a manga? It's a, a novel translated from Japanese into English, so it's a, a book with words. Oh, not pictures. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. And I and, and I, I right. pre-ordered. Uh, they they're releasing. Um, Junji Ito is a really famous uh, horror uh, manga artist and writer. 
who does some of the best fucking like just like the only I've ever read any other comic book that creeps you out hit like th this guy draws shit that will like s stick in your fucking nightmares anyway um and to support him because I've read all of his stuff but like illegally technically translated on the internet uh -oh. I they do these they're the only company I know that does this they put out these um surveys and they go <clears throat> what are some titles that you would like to see translated localized to to American oh. English and, they, and then they then they'll bring them over if they get enough uh you know one for them. And, and every time I put literally anything by Junji Ito, I, I want more stuff by this guy. I want to support him as a fan of his work. He's like a like a mix between like Stephen King, Lovecraft, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and they they announced this this year that they're going to publish some of his stuff. So I pre-ordered it. Now, when I pre-ordered that and a couple other books, it, the the it came out to like two fifty or something like ridiculous like that. But they don't charge you that because they're pre-orders. So the day the book comes out, they charge you when it's officially available ten bucks or whatever the book costs. And then it takes, and then so then the, the total comes down to like two forty. And then the, when the next book comes out, they charge you ten bucks for that book. When it, and then that goes down to two thirty. But you still committed to paying it. Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. Which this is, I know, because you're always like, well, who would pre-order? I, 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 I hate pre-ordering because you gotta let them like produce a good product before you give them. Well, their here's money. the thing: with in the book world, particularly in something as fickle as, as Japanese comic books, because it's not the industry that it once was. It's not not everything sells like Naruto. Sure. The money they make more money. They said explicitly, this company Vertical said we make more money if you pre-order ahead of time because it shows the Japanese publishers that, that we an have urgency. an audience and if you pre-order stuff on Moss like it, there's this thing where they go oh wow uh, again Juji Ito the horror artist like there's a real market for this stuff and sure. then and uh, also uh, a quick aside uh, Star Wars we were uh, apparently they said you were already paying for the sequel to this movie with your pre-sale tickets <laughs> Because oh, well. the movie, I think, did seventy five million. But what if it would have been the a bad one, like the one, the three of them? Like, you paid I, for that sequel. Yeah, it's well, Batman versus Superman was a bad it. movie, and yeah. I paid for that sequel. By not only, Batman versus Superman, for anyone that wanted it to fail, it didn't. And not only did it fail, it broke records. So, like people, you have to vote with your wallet, and don't vote. But no, here's you the thing. The I think what Batman had is I voted it, for Batman. <laughs> I think what happened with Batman was uh, people were like, it can't be bad. And they, everyone just wanted sure to go see. Yeah. It was like, I got to go see this train wreck kind of a thing. I See, I, I voted with my wallet because I wanted to support Ben Affleck as Batman because it's I fine. believe he can do that. And he did. But unfortunately, that's not how they're going to understand no, it. sure. You're right. You're right. That's yeah. fair. No, but they're choosing you. to understand it yep. wrong. Well, see, but uh, completely right. inexplicable to me is why people keep paying to go see Transformers yes. movies, and yet there's this worldwide, like, universal hatred for those movies. Not and in China, like, my man. They adore yeah. that movie. And it's like, well, don't fucking go see those movies, and well, they I, won't make them anymore. It's, it's a strange they're phenomenon. Making three more. I know, and, yeah. and I, I don't want to get political, but I almost I feel the same thing with Hillary Clinton. I've never met a single person that likes her in my life, yet she, but has, yet she has, like, the poll numbers. It's, it's, That's fair. I don't want to be political again, but it's just a strange phenomenon. completely just objective. Yeah, but yeah, everyone well, hold I know on. who votes Democrat says they want Bernie Sanders. And yeah, yeah somehow but he's she's, losing in the polls. It doesn't make any sense. And it's you're strange. like, somebody out there is voting for Hillary, It's a strange Hillary, phenomenon, right? yeah. That's, that's Maybe a, that's a California thing, though. I don't know. It, uh, it could be. You're right. Our sample size is not that big. But, and, but also, I mean, and then, and then again, uh, the sample size via the internet, you, you see a lot more but the internet, for Bernie than you do yeah, for Hillary. Yeah, so, you I mean, just, the memes mostly make fun of her, but, she, yeah, but she's winning in the polls. Somebody out there is voting for Hillary. I think it's the 30 plus people that are familiar with No, that's in most of her her wins, like her wins come from fifty or sixty plus year old people. Yeah, it's a familiarity thing. Everyone's like, sure. "Well, we had Clinton." A, a lot of people when they vote, they like, Clinton was very this popular. Is a name I know. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna vote for it, and that's that's fair. But not very 
In the same way that like everyone I know who votes de- uh, Republican is is on board for Donald Trump, it seems. I don't, I don't know. know. That I, I, don't I don't know, know that, that I've talked to anyone who votes over? Republican that it, that says, "Oh, I want Ted Cruz." I mean, regardless of how it's going to turn oh, out. Oh, there I've and met yeah, a Ted lot Cruz of them. Yeah, actually, I've, I've actually uh, outside of social media and like TV and all that, I I know a lot more Ted Cruz people really? than yeah. See, he's actually really popular. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. He's very popular. He's kind of the guy that's like a lot of people say to me is if we didn't have to have an election and we could just pick a guy to be president, it would be Ted Cruz yeah. because he, they think he has no chance of winning. They're probably right, but they like what he stands for. Yeah. He's like the moderate of all the, like he's the, not, the not, not, not like in the, the political term, but I mean like he's the mid range between the Trump and the, uh, the I definitely Rubio. like him more than Rubio after seeing I don't know that what I can he agree tried with to that. pull with the whole Trump thing where he tried to fire back at Trump. It's like, don't, it was pathetic. Don't yeah. lower yourself. Like, well, don't be someone you're not. That, that's, you're not going to yeah. win. Yeah, you, you can't also, win like Yeah, that. it's one of those things where it's like you can't change strategy no. uh, three quarters of the way through. Yeah, and he, he acknowledged that too at one point. He, he, I think he literally apologized. He's like, I did, I did not mean to stoop to that level. Well, he, it was, he wasted a lot of people's money. So. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, and yeah. our time, which is more precious than anything. No, that's true. So. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I don't, I don't like to get political no, just because I also, like, I'm not in the political spectrum objective. anywhere. It's so just, we're just talking about. What's it, it, happening. Honestly, this election is a huge part of our culture right now. It is. It is a yeah, huge part of our culture. Regardless, of, we said this the other day. Regardless of what you think of Donald Trump, he is the most important political nominee. Not even in a long yeah. time. I, I would honestly argue the, ever. The way the I don't know. Now Abraham Lincoln was obviously a more influential. didn't Abraham Lincoln fail a lot before he became a president? He did. He failed a lot, and also he won it at a convention. He did not have enough delegates going into a convention. And he won it. I he was not the guy that was supposed say to win. He failed three times before he actually got the nomination. Not, a, not in a presidential bid. Was he, it in something else? He's something else. Okay. Yeah. I was going to. You know Again, I, I love history, but I'm yeah. learning. Lincoln. I, I'm a big fan of Lincoln. Yeah, I know a bit. I As you should be. He's a good guy. Really early on in the podcast, and I totally forgot about until just now. But um, because you were talking about SNL and Donald Trump and how it's like a skit or whatever, it's like. This, oh, wait, no. That was a conversation I was having earlier with somebody else. Anyway, you I guess I'll just... It. No, I wish. I guess I'll just <laughs> say it anyway. But the, the, I have this problem with SNL where, like, they... The, uh, in, in the 70s, SNL was this, this total, like, punk rock, anti-establishment. Yeah. Like, we're making fun of everything. And yet now, in, in modern day... It's a political tool. One weekend, they're making fun of Donald Trump. The next weekend, he's on their show. And it's like, okay, well, you can't be both. Like, you yeah. can't... I, but ratings are king, despite that's their exactly, despite that's, their political they're so agenda. Full of shit. They're yeah. like again, we not, hate Donald Trump, but they have him on the show because they know they're going to get ratings, yeah. and also because Saturday Night Live. And I and I don't think they're dying. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I don't think anyone would argue with with me on this. Is in a one of the worst slumps I've ever seen, and that's the the constant joke about people. And you know who's know, to fault for it? Lauren Michaels. Yeah. People who know about the history of Saturday Night He's the showrunner of Lord. But he's the one. He's he's clinging on to this old style of comedy that no one likes anymore. And it's failing, and in it's failing, and it's, he's the he's YouTube the captain of the ship, stuff. and he's going down. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting because I think we will see the end of Saturday Night Live. I honestly don't. Th- I wouldn't be surprised if go. something <laughs> else rose above, like a, another Mad TV, not a Mad TV. I liked Mad TV. It was fine, better than I never SNL loved from, Mad TV. But really, my, I liked my, it much my, better. My, my the, whole point being is the Dave and Bob, uh, whatever, what was it called? Uh, Mr. Show. Mr. Show. Mr. Show is like a landmark in television. Yeah. yeah, people still talk about how that affected comedy TV. I honestly think that. Someday we'll be old and we'll be talking about like when we were in high Eric school. Andre. There was this show called Tim and, Tim and Eric, Eric and, and it, it and awesome show, obviously. And it was like great job, yeah. And it was like it just completely changed everyone's idea of did what it, you could do. I it don't did know. because you can see the way. Are you a fan of it or no? I don't get it half the time. I think you have to be high. That's to get the point. It. It's cr- it's the, but that's not even what it is. It's cringe. It's cringe humor. Like I it's guess. it's YouTube humor before YouTube 
like grew into itself. Yeah, I, I guess. And, and you can see and where you, you it don't leads have, into other comedy shows. You don't like, have Eric Andre without Tim and Eric, and yeah. you, you don't have like. And I, and I would argue that in the future, you're going to see a lot of people be like, "Oh, I was totally inspired by Tim and Eric to do comedy because it's they." I, I like again. I've used this phrase a lot. I don't think it can be understated. Like the the. The the, the the impact that they're gonna have long term on, on like the on network TV comedy. It's not really an understatement to say that they're like a, they're comic geniuses. Like, I think so. I, I guess mean, it, not everything they do hits. The for same me, way but Dave Chappelle changed yeah, like television yeah. back in his time. So that's another show. We no one else has ever done what he did in a great way and, and as long as he did. And, and, and it was two, two seasons. seasons. Yeah. Like. He accomplished so this much. This is actually what we were talking about the other night. I was like, I on, I, you know how you always have like the Nick Swartz and Skid Show where like one out of everything is funny. Yeah. It's like Chappelle, like you could count on like maybe ninety percent was, like, was good. Maybe two or three. And you know why? Because he he, you can actually go back and watch the documentaries. He got no sleep. He was on the set all the time. He wrote most of the stuff with Neil Byrne and all that. And like he was hands on with everything. And it's like that's what drove him insane. Like it was so good because of him. And yes, yeah, some of the jokes are dated, like the Little John thing. But obviously, yeah. when you have a room full of writers, you got to get content out. But I like, said that the other day. The little, the, the fact that whole Little John thing was like, what? Okay, that's our fault. That's well, not that's... his fault. <laughs> that's society's fault because we ran that joke into the ground. Like yeah. that's, that's not on Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't his? I mean, wouldn't his making that joke contribute to society running into the ground just to be sure, no, to play sure. devil's advocate? Again, I, saying, I would argue that he probably didn't write that. Again, you have a, a room full of writers, sure. and they go, "What are we going to fill twenty two minutes?" That's also a very simple skit to film. Yeah, it was two people. It probably took them a green screen and twenty minutes. Yeah, but also you you have things that are just like genius, like where he's a a blind black man who's a white supremacist. That's like (laughs) if that that was a movie, that's genius. Yeah, huh? Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then it ends with a man's head exploding because he's so baffled and and like (laughs) his mind gets obliterated because he's a black man. That's like again. That's our version of like Saturday Night Live. Like that's the kind of shit that it's like. You, I remember watching that show and then going to school the next day and being like, "Is anyone wa-? like this show is fucking insane?" Like remember the f- that was when, the first episode too. Yeah, and remember like when the the the, the f- very want- first time they aired the episode with the Rick James thing, it was like. It was like you, you couldn't go ten feet without yes. hearing someone's like I'm Rick James. Yeah. Bitch. It was like, just insane. It's it like, was a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or, another, or another when another the thing. third season aired against his will, everyone was going Bow! like you literally couldn't <laughs> yeah. go ten feet without going. So I was like, I love lesbians. Bow! Like, <laughs> but I mean, they, they uh, again, Chappelle was uh, Willie, yeah. man, Willie. Well, here, dude, that was even pre-Calvary. Chappelle show aired when I was in sixth. Fifth grade, probably. I remember being at a party at Lacey Sullivan's house, and me and Drew this is pre-Calvary, yeah. were walking inside from the backyard, and it was just on TV. And I said, "Wait, this is that show I was talking about." And it was the thing where he's just like, where he's like, if he was oh, shit, for that president, aired when you were at Calvary, and I was still yeah. in Valley. Okay, yeah, that's like, how it was. Fifth grade, I yeah. think. He was like, "Here's my healthcare plan." He's like, "If you get sick, run on up to Canada, get yourself checked out." Like, <laughs> like, I remember like just me and you standing there watching that, laughing, and then we went back into the party. Like, that, <laughs> I, I don't remember that bitches. at all, but that's great. <laughs> Trying to get that. Deal. <laughs> I also just like remember not getting some of the jokes. He's he's like, "Oil, bitch, you cooking?" Like <laughs> I, uh, when he's playing Black Bush, I didn't get that at first. For the longest time, I thought he just meant like, "Bitch, are you cooking like meth or something?" I don't know because I was so young when it aired. But like, oil, <laughs> bitch, you just cooking? and the way that like it's it's like The Simpsons too. In the way that like some of the stuff he said just enters. Well, I mean, me and you, our vernacular. We're like. 
you, like it just it some of the like line, I'm wearing nothing at all. Yeah, like <laughs> some of the lines from that show like just like, pop up constantly Iconic, in everyday yeah. life. I, what did you? What was the one you said the other day where he's like, "It's the first time someone said that." Oh, on The Simpsons, where Homer's like, "It's the first time somebody called me sir without adding you're making a scene." Like <laughs> <laughs> one of the best lines, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I, I miss classic Simpsons. Like yeah, there's some gold in right. that show back in the day. They're I really honestly like, don't know how that show's still running. I think it's just the fact that it's running yeah, so long. Keeps a, it running. It's a good example of just let it die. Saturday Night Live syndrome again. Yeah, it's yeah. The same thing. I hope uh, it's always sunny. Goes out like that, or never. I goes hope they out. don't. I, hope. I mean, honestly, always sunny. We say this so so much on this podcast, but it honestly blew my mind that girl didn't was like, I hate that show. I was like, how could better. you hate that show? Who hates that show? Uh, so I posted random. like I read like I shared on Facebook. It was like they got up for thirteen and fourteen after already getting confirmed for their twelfth season. It's like if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I literally it did put it cost this you show nothing. It literally <laughs> cost you nothing. Vote with your wallet again. And well, I'm, yeah. I'm voting with mine. I'm putting my money in that just show. Just don't watch it. It's, it's that easy. Don't, if it doesn't represent you, don't. Air so it. she felt the need to be like, oh, I don't like this show. <laughs> yeah. But she's being purposefully edgy. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, it's just it's try hard and all that. I'm like, okay, you're you, try hard by doing this. this. But here's the thing. Exactly. That shows you that hard. you're not in on the joke if you think the show is try hard. Like they're. If once you get to know the characters, like everything is so beautifully crafted yeah. and like the show's objectively good though. It's, there's this thing where like, let me posit this: if you played that show in any country that doesn't that doesn't speak English and they had subtitles it would they wouldn't st- get it. it no it would still be funny because sure? unlike, no. let me, I don't let me, think pre- so. let me present my case a you, boy's soul boy's whole thing would get well, it but not every joke is like that okay, and, and let me say this when you, when you watch Family Guy 99% of the jokes in Family Guy are, 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 are references are references to pop culture things that are almost always exclusive to America but so if you played Always Sunny in China Serpico the, the jokes for the most part are are based on character repetition. So true, but like, do you think they'd honestly get that he uh, Charlie can't read? Yeah, in I have country? to disagree. Yes, because people. But would that be funny? But cores enclosed are not even going to be close to the same thing. Sure, in another but you, country. you would. Uh, this you, you run into this all the time when you watch comedy anime because I watch again. I watch a lot of anime uh, where somebody has to translate the joke. And the more anime I watch, the, the less I need the jokes translated because you're like, oh, they're referencing this cultural thing that happens in Japan all the time, but. That's not always sunny. Always sunny, like and I'm like I said, I, I would I would posit that like the majority of the jokes come from character interactions. You know the way Dennis is true, but act. a lot you of the, the episodes are usually commentaries act. on like a social thing. Like but yeah, sure, to, like to the Shusher episode where they go to a gin bar. Like, but who? But to, that's anyone can can agree with that. But being do you pissed honestly off think at something that's, I that's so minor? I get that some jokes would translate, like Frank being a, a like a scumbag. But like, do you honestly think the episode where they're making fun of the fact that they can't get an Emmy would translate? Yeah, I, because they're trying to get an award well, for their best all, bar. You, first of all, not everyone is going to understand that that's... I mean, I doubt even people listening... But that my point is, like, they're really trying about. to get best bar, but, like, the underlying joke is that, like, they've never gotten an award, and it's like, I don't think that translates, especially when... I mean, I, I didn't know that was what the episode was about either, and I still found it funny, so yeah. I guess that's... Fair, but I, I I disagree though. I don't think so. As even if as you're saying, I think that, the Simpsons would translate the, actually. the character repetition. But the character repetitions, I think at some point are all based on some sort of pop culture. Yeah, something or at least an American culture, something that's funny to us. Because comedy, like has Dennis, to be funny. Dennis is the alpha, but thinks he's the alpha male. Max, right. the and that closeted might, gay and that guy. might not be funny to, to know, another culture. You don't need to know what. But an that's alpha, a character repetition. But you don't need to know what an alpha male is to know that he acts that way, and then. Follow me on this. So you right. watch, if you watched from episode one to the in, to the current most current episode, 
by the time you get to the most current episode, you know the how Dennis is going to act and how Charlie's going to act and how all these different characters are going to act because they always act the same way. And so they, the show basically becomes how do we put them in a situation and then we just watch yeah. them act. True. So, I'd argue that like the, the, the Gale the Snail thing would be funny in any language because sure. he's throwing salt at a girl. Like, and it's also just a weird character. Like yeah. that's automatically funny. Like the McDoyle twins and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I don't think the bird law, I don't think like the lawyer episode. Obviously some stuff's going to be lost. You're, you're not going to get every joke. But I, my, yeah. my point is or that... Like, I would even argue that but, the, the episode which is one of my favorites of all time is when they move into the suburbs. I don't think that translates at all. But honestly... I disagree because again that's that's a sh- that's based on the fact that uh, Dennis and this guy are best friends but they don't actually get along they kind of hate each other and so when they're forced into isolation they don't get along with each other and they go insane because the whole thrust of that episode is that they move from the city into the suburbs and they can't handle that's not an American in the culture of the city. thing yeah sure but here's the thing you take a character and that you've built on this idea that they live in the city and then you take them out of their element and put them somewhere else it's not the specifics it's the general idea that you're moving them from one place to the other and you're like how are they going to act in this it would be the same thing if you if you did an episode where they all go camping. It's like they're not going to be uh, adjusted to being in the wilderness. And they did an episode where they got lost and started wandering around in the forest. Remember that? Where they go to the animal rights? True, but again, that fine. doesn't translate either because of the like the Chase Utley joke. And sure. You don't need to know who those people are. I don't know yeah, who, who that, those people are. That's a are. detail. But let me make a... Make but you a, know it's a baseball celebrity. Let me make a comparison. If I was yeah, watching, watching a, say, like a Japanese anime type show and I know nothing of Japanese culture, I would not be able to say, that character is just weird. That's a McBoyle character because I don't know what is normal or what is weird in that culture no but you know that certain characters do and say and, and say the same things over and over again so if you like for instance if, if Dennis went up against like a social justice warrior person you sure. can already see how that's going to play out because you yes. know his personality if he went into to deal with like a fancy bake teller you know how that's going to play out if he went into like a shitty 7-Eleven and had to talk to the person behind the counter you know how that's going to play out and it doesn't I would matter argue that the, the episode that would translate is the one where they're stuck in the liquor store Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Because you don't you don't really need to know that anything. one might. Yeah. I'm not I saying you're, you guys are wrong, but I, I, I I'm saying that's a bad I'm hill to I'm die right. on for a TV show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know that I can agree. With I would. You I would. But I would you, you not make be able to argue that points, the Simpsons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's always going to get hurt and say dough. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't argue that at all. I would say that. Well, weirdly enough, the Simpsons also not, it doesn't rely entirely on pop culture references, but it is loaded with them, and it's extremely popular in pretty much every country, including America. But it's huge in Japan. There's also in China. a cartoon. Like it's a, that's that's yeah, that's something too. It's it's also it's easier to overdub a cartoon because you're not noticing the how awkward it is like when you watch like an old kung fu yeah. movie from the 70s and they're like ah, uh, like dude you want revenge for your brother's death like but also on, on a, as a point oh, for shit. you i would say american pop culture references are probably pretty universally yeah. accessible yeah because it, we export right, our culture say, our yeah. major export is our culture yes which so is also is a whole other topic in and there's like an, a joke within a joke which is like in uh where like uh, asian people will come up to eddie murphy and like quote his movies at him sure. even when it's like curse words and shit like that yeah. like fuck you eddie yeah <laughs> He's like, great. fuck you, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's that. A, that, you know, that was a good debate, though. I did enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, no, that's, I, mean, I don't think either of us are uh-huh. wrong, to be fair. No, no. no. I know that I'm right, but I don't point. think either of us are wrong. <laughs> good points were made by all. I, okay, well, here's another thing, too. Did, did you know I found out apparently um, the show exists in Russia, but they remade it? Really? And it's and, they're, and the bar that they work at is called Philadelphia. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it, it's about like uh, a bunch of uh, uh, mis- misanthropic people that, that are like narcissists that live in, in that work in a bar, but they're just Russian. <laughs> 
Like that's I'd love great. to see the Russian I'd love to see that too. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's get on that. Yeah, actually, that's great. But we're uh, we're actually coming up here on exactly two, two hours. hours. Wow, this, this is a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, birthday cast. I love birthday substance, cast. and we have a lot of yes, sir, yes, sir. We jumped a lot of topics to be fair, just from. One uh, but thing. I feel like we we hit each one good. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, because I even I made a point to come back to the Batman thing a lot. Mm. I was like, well, no, no, well, let me let me. We didn't waste an. Hour and a half complaining about the Batman movie too, which is great. We I've did last that. time though. There could have been. That's true. I, I have a lot there. of thoughts that needed to be I understand. expressed. We, we I can understand. save that for the next one. <laughs> no, we did it. The last one we did, yeah. I, I went on a tirade. Yeah. It's that was literally when you were at the movie with Ruth watching it. <laughs> oh, okay. Would well, you say that stop in. liking things I don't like? Uh. It's not even that. It's just quit telling me it's a good movie. Like, I, if you like it, that's fine. I like movies that aren't good movies. Sure. But quit telling me that it's that it's a well-made movie because And it's quit not. trying to put the narrative out there that I should feel bad for not liking it. Yeah, or oh. that it's just too dark and that's why I don't like it. Well, no, the, fuck you. No. Uh, what they're doing, and I, even Nathan's brother Isaiah posed a thing where he's like, if you didn't like it, you weren't going to like it anyway. It's like, no. Oh, not no. true. I went my, with a My argument is that if I If anyone would have liked it, it would have been Rob. Yeah, exactly. If anyone would have liked it. I went, in, I went it. giving it, like, my full attention. Yeah. I wanted to like that movie I, so even, okay, so here's a good example. I saw twice. Robert, <laughs> I come home. Robert Zimaruski, I came home at uh, like one in the morning, and I'm like, was it good? Here's Cy. For the next hour and a half, he explains to me why he wishes it was good and why it was bad. The next day, I go and see the movie. I sat there and was like, it can't be that bad. And I literally. <laughs> That's what I thought when I saw I it. I literally gave it my all. Like, I was like, I want to. What's good about this movie? I watched it so objectively that, like, I got a headache watching that movie, and I almost fell asleep because those chairs were like so said, goddamn the, comfortable. The first man. 30 or so minutes, I was like, this is, this is all right. I like this. And okay, that just, same thing happened to me. I was like, I don't, know why I, need to, I don't know why I need to see a, a, a shot of this kid in the water finding kryptonite. Like, you could have just said, hey, they yeah. found kryptonite. But uh, I sat to... there and was like, this is pretty good, actually. And then until they go to the party scene, I was like, oh, this is kind of bad. Like, yeah, when. That's when it starts to So, yeah, I mean. Anyway, we've we've talked about it. Yeah, a lot. yeah. It's but like, uh, I was literally just being like, "Oh, it's great. We didn't have to talk about it." And then it's we become the jump new, right in. We talked about nothing but Mad Max last year and That's Star fair. Wars. But yeah. that Mad Max. Let's talk about Mad. No, uh, <laughs> I could talk about Mad Max for days. Like, it's a um, good movie. And no, I, yeah, and have done so. <laughs> But uh, uh, just to, I, I designed two shirts that I thought were pretty decent. Um, I'm gonna put those out, and then uh, you know, support us, follow us on Twitter. We got Best Bros Podcast at Twitter, and then uh, Instagram. Follow too. me on Letterbox too. I'm getting really into Letterbox. What's a lately? Letterbox? Letterbox um, is a movie website where you can literally like it'll like you just uh, log the movies you watch. Yeah. Oh, you were telling me about yeah. that. I think. But Robert's been cool. posting a lot of reviews on there. You have to have the account to read them. Which I think huh. is, is that why you posted on Facebook where you could actually uh, the whole yeah okay well that's why I posted because I can only read the first thing. three lines and I'm like oh he he didn't like this movie <laughs> also send us money yeah an yeah anyone, send me shirts, <laughs> anyone or, else or yeah sponsorships that I'd love to be sponsored great. I don't want to whore myself out no but I will send us money. yeah I will too again though like I can't express enough if you're if you're sending me money it's not going straight into my wallet no I literally to be to be it's honest recycling. I just spent seven hundred dollars a day on new yeah, equipment exactly. yeah. so uh, I'm We're doing clearly, this for you people mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all for you yeah it's all for you Dave. like that Amen. shows you that like I actually care about it because I was one of those things where me and Rob were like a talking about I was like well what's holding us back and I was like well nothing now but I feel like I could ju- could just get better yeah so like right now we have a hundred dollar mixer I'm like that's fine but I also I don't not that I don't like sharing a mic with somebody but I feel like it just would behoove us to it's have better. other people have mics so 
Yeah, I, bought, we have, I bought an eight channel mixer now, and that one was like three hundred dollars. And I bought a. Dude, it's two thirty a.m. Holy I, shit! I know. Oh, didn't, didn't we start with one mic? We started with one yeah, mic. We all, oh my now God. we all. Into one microphone. And now we well, hear. We have podcasters here that they don't get to say that much because they don't have a microphone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like. Speak more, uh-huh. But we got to hear a lot from Jordan tonight because he has a microphone. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. the difference. That What's up, baby? And even Bryce on the video game one, like I let him speak, and uh-huh. he's like, "Dude, has something to say." So it's like doing a future episode where we discuss favorite hip hop albums. I'd love to get to hear Jordan. Or not Jordan. Uh, well, Jordan too. Jacob, yeah. Jordan and Mario. Jacob talk about uh-huh. that. And Mario, I'd love to hear him talk about that as well. Sure. Yeah. If, uh, if there's one guy that I I know a lot about hip hop and like I know what I like and I know what I don't like and all that. There's one dude who will surprise me with shit that I'm like, oh, I've never heard of this and I do like it. It's Jacob. Yeah. So yeah, hip hop for me is very sporadic. I don't love everything. It's, I've never. I've, there's very few hip hop albums. I learned like, oh, though. I, song on that I learned though that with. Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly that don't listen to a hip-hop album once. If people are saying it's good, it's good for a reason. Like, I hated that album when I first heard it. Even said on the podcast I th- with Sean when he was on it, which we should get him back to. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, I'll hit him up. He's pre- I think he listens still. <laughs> Shout-out to Sean Corgan. Yeah. Shout-out uh, to Sean Tamplain if you're still listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let us know if you're listening, man. Yeah, uh, but, like, I hated To Pimp a Butterfly and, and literally said on the podcast, it was like episode four or five, it, that his album was dog shit. And then... I fully retract that statement. That's honestly one of my favorite albums of all time. I don't like Kendrick. You don't like Kendrick? I don't like Kendrick. You know Kendrick. what? You got to listen to him. I, but trust me, I, I do have to listen to him all the time. <laughs> you listen to the, some good shit, though. Yeah. There was a time where the only song I had on my phone was, was Money Trees, and every time you get in my car, I'd just be playing it. Yeah, it's and true. He, and let me tell you, he, oh, no, 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 he hates the uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Oh God, that's the like, worst. Like, please line. just end my life. <laughs> the one where he just says, "Please just end my life" over and over again. <laughs> and I, I understand him in that song. Well, yeah, uh, uh, we're setting up a studio in our garage pretty soon, and then yeah, pretty soon we'll have our own studio. So hopefully, I, I do like this as a studio, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't lend itself to us coming out. It's twenty five miles away from my house. Yeah, so. and also terrifying area. Which one? Your area, <laughs> where you live. True. <laughs> it terrifies well, me. That's why we wait until you leave the area. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to be fine. fair, we've had cars broken into multiple times. Yeah, it's multiple cars on one occasion. Thing, yeah. Right, it's it's a problem. Also, I found out uh, they stole my work shoes too. By the way, oh fuck! Well, good, what are they going to use those for? Those work shoes were shit. You literally need. Wait, was I'd it like embarrassing? To, I, it was I'd pretty like to embarrassing. Ask to acknowledge what you just said. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I said, what are they going to use those for? <laughs> oh, well, Rob wouldn't know. Well, here's here's why it, here's why it's super ironic that they stole my work shoes. Literally, it. <laughs> I look like a hobo when I was wearing. Yeah, there's holes in them and shit. No, yeah. they would flop like halfway I would from speak the top. Why would you steal those? <laughs> but you know, here, be a discerning. Here's my they problem. They did you though. a favor. I don't mind paying my credit card bills and my my phone bill, my my car bill because those are necessary. Good because you don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my point. Thanks for listening. I'm just being sassy. No, I know you're, you're. It's the diva hour. Yeah, um, it's true. I don't like the idea of buying shoes for work with money I earn from work. That's oh, fair. It, I'm on that. It, it is a tax off. write-off. To so be fair, it but. is, but like I don't like. Well, I paid forty for them. You're only gonna give me ten back. Fuck you. Yeah, um, that's fair. So like these shoes, I'm like, I'm just gonna wear them. And like, there's it's an investment. There's literally no covering anymore. It's just straight sole <laughs> yeah, where you can wrong. see the dots. I mean, you know what I mean? Sure. And then uh, like literally the front half of the right one, like you can flap it all the way open and can see my sock. <laughs> like and let I me said, tell you, I don't, I don't. Uh, there's a big grass field before you get to my thing. If it rains the night before, oh, it gets all up in there, huh? I, I have literally ruined a pair of socks by. I'm like, yeah. fuck. They were, uh, you they were doing you a favor. Socks. Yeah. All, all right. Well, thanks everybody. Got What's our name? Episode.